Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and bro. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, and joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. What is up? What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We are going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernon's. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. But first, Kamar, do we have any new patrons? You know we do. Sweeps, we know we do. Because when February sweeps, I put out the call. It was a little slow, a little bit of a trickle, but now it's starting to flow. A big shout out to uh, Kinetic. What up, Kinetic? Kinetic. That's a Patron that's in motion. And we also have a, a shout out to Alec, a.k.a. Big Al Pacino. What up, Al? Big Al. And all the Patrons. Um, remember, there's only two weeks left in February sweep. So get down on it. Uh, <laughs> Before that. time runs out. <laughs> and well, actually, there's um, March Madness. I, I'll mention yes, that course, later yeah. for the month. But right now we are in the middle of February sweeps. The best time to join the Patreon. <laughs> um, um, for that, you get the post, Joe. 50, dare I say, 60 hours of throwbacks, maybe 100. Um, not so, some of our better work. Se- there's 70 throwback episodes. Smash that like button. Leave a comment. Mm. That reminds me, I didn't I didn't make the post. Uh, if you are on the Patreon, this the, the book club book this month is what is it empire of the summer moon that's right is empire of the summer moon by i have no idea read by joe rogan no that's how he that's how we know about it <laughs> no google so if you're on the patreon and you want to be part of the book club i don't know how we're going to include the patrons but whatever i'll work something out well, they can read, but... Um, yes, I know they can read. Leave in the comments if you feel there's a difference between uh, reading and listening. What comments? Where? <laughs> there's many places to comment. Let me know, guys. Okay. Mar, how was your week? Uh, very busy. Lots of work. Lots of work. Um, I was doing a uh, uh, conference center job for um, this thing called uh, Northern Lights, mm-hmm. where all the uh, Yukon... Whitehorse and Northern Quebec all get together. They're all Inuit, mm-hmm. which is very interesting because they're different. Sorry, I'm still not sure about that. Oh, yo, they're Inuit, but they're um, they're somewhat different, or or a, a, a distinct. It's Kamar's. Yeah, he's the only one who left us going on. <laughs> it, it, it was me. It was me. Uh, there's there's they're their own distinct sort of indigenous culture and peoples. Like I don't think they knew Algonquin or whatever. And we were talking about how if they allegedly came over the land bridge, why'd they stop? Because they just lived in ice and whale blubber for who knows. It's just interesting to decide to... Why did they not push down? We were talking about this earlier. Like, why do you stay in the cold? Just I mean, keep I'm, on trucking. I have a decent answer, though. It's like... I found this on the they came from the cold. Will you shut so... that bitch up? 
you might have come from the cold and walked for like four years. <coughs> Not even close. I think, I think you got to push the mic away, too. It's fine. Why did I even say anything? Mm-hmm. The point is, let's say you walked for like three, four years and you only get to the Yukon. You might just then assume, well, I was from it, the cold. It, it's, it's all everything ice. is ice. Yeah, I just figure you'd send some scouts out to take a look. Well, they did know? and they built pyramids. And they just never came back. And they never came back. Yeah. They were like, you want me to walk back up sure, there? No, I'd I mean, rather not. Sure, I guess. It's interesting. Come on. But during these... Uh, the, the luncheons I was serving, there'd be speeches where they'd say, get out of the room because they don't want the clink clack of clearing plates. So I went to go in this other room. You don't want some freedom trucker yelling his <laughs> political views from the back. <laughs> there were times where I had to leave the room out of disgust for what I heard. But anyways, um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to kill like 10 minutes but not be seen. Yeah. So I opened this door. And I'm in the back of a stage with like 250 people and the speakers right in front of me. And then he got on stage and started well, spouting no, the anti-trucker rhetoric. And I tried to shut the door and then it would go, you know what I mean? Because I didn't want to, and I ended up having to slam it. And so it was just, it was, it was comical. If you If you were in that crowd, you just saw me like, <laughs> thank God I didn't have a bunch of food and like a magazine. Kamar turns it into a bit. He's locked himself out. But the crazy thing I saw is I went on a lunch break at the old Rito Center, Center to Rito. You saw that guy get tased? No, I saw oh. a full-on spit fight. Weird. Two guys, and they, you know the motion of aggressive fighting? As opposed like, to non-aggressive no, fighting? Two people you think, oh, I think they're just sort of wrestling or like... Yeah, they. you know the posture. This, this, this is all fair here, but there's an aggressive sort of... And, and they were slamming doors and spitting on each other and yelling um, profanities. It's really wild down there. A full-fledged spit fight. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Dude, this week there was an unhinged dude at the Rito Center just like toss. He was, at the, he was in the food court just tossing like cash registers and point-of-sale systems and then walking over to tables and throwing the fucking... And they have video of all of it. And then finally the cops show up. And dude, this guy must have been high on meth because they tased him twice. The first time you could see he was just like mildly agitated. And the second time he's down like a tree trunk. But what if he was on PCP? I don't know. He had a knife too. I mean, he had like one of the like a, a food court knife when the cops tased him, <laughs> which is hilarious because you see Rito Center security kick the little knife away. Like, dude, there's two cops there. Get out of here. You fucking rent a cop. So the last time I saw your sister's boyfriend, Kamar. Yes. He showed me a video. He works at the Reno Center. Yeah. Just And this is so random, and I have no context for this, okay? So don't ask any questions because I have no context. But he just showed me a video. It's from inside a store at the Reno Center, clearly. Like, it's a video on his phone. And they're cutting into a wall in this store, the security. They cut into the wall and take a guy out. He had been living no or something way. inside the wall. How he got inside. This is the no context part. Like, I don't know how he got in the wall. I don't know if he had been there for years. Like he probably, it was probably some homeless guy that when they were, because remember they renovated. Imagine somebody had just been living in that wall for like years, just every night going out somehow through like a duct. That's yeah, it's amazing. Anyways, hilarious. Rito center. Well, what, what's that movie with Clive Owen? Oh, the inside job. Yeah, that's a great movie. That's a Spike Lee joint. Spike Lee. Is that the movie game? 
No, well, something just got robbed. That was just uh, my week. Well, wow, yeah, well, the the post show. We'll save oh. it in the post show. It's Whoa. very Simon. Good. How was your week? I didn't realize I was stepping on so many toes. Uh, my week was fine, Matt. I have nothing to report. Okay, cool. Me neither. My forties are fucking awesome. Yeah, how was your birthday? Did you guys go to the casino? I'm I, sorry I couldn't make it. I'm up to my elbows in paint. I didn't. We didn't do anything. Nice, I, did, nice, I did nothing. Nice. Yeah. Low key, low key. That you know the thing about doing something too big. Like we've, I think we've talked about so, a first date, first present. It's always a letdown. First anything. If you go too high, then you've set the bar too high. Whereas if you your first date, you go Dutch. You can only go up from there. <laughs> uh, Kamar, the only I saw my. My mom, my stepdad, and Simon. Those are the only people. That's why you never do anal on the first date, right, Kamar? Well, she asks. Um, did someone, Or he. Or he. Or he. Or, he, or they. Um, did, or it. Did someone sing you happy birthday? Uh, Mary made an attempt at trivia, but you could tell that no one was into it. So I just deaded it because I was like, there's no point. There's no <laughs> point in this fucking half-ass, like, yeah. <laughs> It's better you don't. Yeah, I was like, it's fine. Have you, you uh, have you ever been to one of my family? You know what would shock? You know what I will say shocked me though. Like Mary brought out like a plate with like six donuts on it with candles in them. Oh, and then so many people at trivia were like, "Hey, uh, can I get one of your donuts?" I was like, "I don't fucking know you." <laughs> it was very interesting. It's akin to kind of a slice of your. It's birthday fine. Kid. I gave it away. I gave them all away. Of course, of course, of course. it's your birthday. Yeah. You, you've got to be the. I bought fan. a bottle for the bar too. I bought everyone a shot. Wow, what a mensch. And they didn't even sing happy birthday. But it, in my family, happy birthday is uh, like a five-minute song. It's not quite oh, that long, but there's dancing around the table. Skip around the room, you, you, skip You sing happy the birthday, then you sing ha- uh, for He's a Jolly Good Feller. Wow, yeah. Oh, my that's God. Terrible. And you also sing much. hooray, hooray, hooray. I've never heard that one. How and does that one go? Targets. How does hooray, hooray, hooray? Hooray, hooray, He's 40 years old today. God bless him every way. Hooray, hooray, hooray. Oh, sounds religious. You do that religious. twice. You do that twice. Two reps of the whole. And by, what's the last By the thing? time we're done, the... Cake is covered in wax. Just What's nice the last thing? Then one more happy... Oh, you think for they are a jolly good fellow. Yeah. She or he. And then? And then we sing happy birthday one more time. This sounds like his mom was like a obsessive compulsive and had this crazy ritual that just not, somehow... No, no. This is a, a Hargadon. Mm, so it's my stepdad. That makes way more sense. My mom just got indoctrinated and I did too. So your stepdad's... They're singing people. No, I don't think anyone. That was a, oh, no, that I, was a lot of singing. I have one cousin day. who's an amazing singer. That's like Simon's, Simon's That's a gift person. Simon enjoys giving gifts. I'm sure Simon enjoys receiving gifts. I like both of those things. Like I now have a mental note that when it's Simon's birthday, I got to go above and beyond. I got to really put some thought into it. Are you going to buy a, a car racing team? <laughs> what is that, is that? Something you really want? A car racing team? A is car that what racing is team? That Tom what does that even mean? Bird or Bert no, they for... bought each other. He just bought him a race. You're going to buy me Hitler's teacup? <laughs> want to go Dutch? That too. Want to go Dutch that, on Hitler's teacup? Well, that's, listen, it's eighteen thousand dollars. So yeah, good we, luck with. We that. can afford a less authentic, yeah. less like maybe we can get Hitler's Goebbels used notepads. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's raising the bar a bit too high. All right. Well, you want to go over the guest list, come if, on, so we can. Uh, can oh, I just so say sorry. this yes, please, right now? Please. I don't want anything from Hitler. I said Goebbels. I don't want any Nazi stuff. Noted. There you go. Bullshit, dude. If I got you Goebbels ashtray, I would not be stoked. 
You would be no, just no, yes, you would. I would not. No, I wouldn't. I'm telling you, Matt. You have an ashtray collection, it, and I would not be happy with it, that. Just to uh, sing to himself under my thumb. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get the stones in there. We can. Uh, you're asking how the week was and who was on. Uh, interesting week. Three guests plus a fight companion, and then. The first fight companion in a long time. MMA and the fight. Interesting. I brought it up to. Uh, this episode of The Last of Us, just by the way, was amazing. Eh? Yeah. This yeah. is why I would rather wait for the whole thing to be out than to be stuck with that. You're not fooling anybody, buddy. Meaning what? I just don't like cliffhangers. Uh, yeah, so let's start off. 1937. He doesn't like recreations or cliffhangers. But Kamar. It- in your world, then, do you not have to wait until the series runs its entire course? Mm-hmm. And, That's and, a weird way. Like well, no. seven seasons of Game of Thrones? No, no, no. Season of time. Season um, of time. I did go see a movie last night. Uh, that new M. Night Shyamalan jam. Your week was fine. You did nothing. Yeah, yeah. and you passed on it. So no, it I'm just, like, I'm just telling like you. sounds like a post thing. And it was a Shyamalan movie with no twist. Twist. Oh, I already saw you. Shut up. You know what? Batista was in it? Yeah. <laughs> was it good? No. <laughs> okay, there you go. What That's was it. the last good M. Night Shyamalan movie? Signs. Nope. Yes. Is that the one with the tiger? You're saying Signs wasn't a good movie or it wasn't his last good movie? I just want to be clear. You're talking about Signs, the movie starring Mel Gibson. Yeah, I am. And it was a the best movie he's ever made. Flip-flop. Well, it's an alien film, so obviously you're biased. But it's weird because your alien bias trumped your hate for Mel Gibson. I hate films that Mel Gibson made, directed. If he just starred in a movie that happened to be okay, like I can't, you know, it's not going to make the movie worse. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Didn't M. Night Shyamalan do some movie about owls? Hmm. He did? I think so. Some sort I, of I the, don't believe so. The Owl Watcher or something. No, that doesn't sound right. Either way, that guy's movies yeah. stink. Let's let's move on. Come on, go over the guests. Punky Johnson, 1937, uh, former bartender at the comedy store, now SNL alumni. Followed by 1938, Marianne Van Zeller. Rest in peace, Zellers, a popular store in Canada. Then we followed up with the uh, second time on the show. I thought there was going to be some sort of news to this, but it was just a hang. 1939, Be Real. As I said, Jamal Hill. And then A Fight Companion, which just came out of nowhere, which I'm very interested in. I, I, I only saw this morning, full disclosure. Well, we didn't know it was in Australia. So when we started watching it, we were like, why isn't Joe there? And then we were like, what's good? Because Simon was like, if it was in Australia, it would be at a different time. But they just started it super early. I don't believe there is a owl movie, Kumar. What was the big what was the big fight last night? Volkanovsky against Mahachev. Makachev. Volkanovsky won. Machev. Oh, his run Mak- is done. Makachev. No, he was came up a weight class to fight for another belt. So he still has one belt. I don't even understand so it he, anymore. He was I do. A, I understand it, Simon. He was in a win-win situation, though, right? Yes, apparently. He, tried he tries. The, uh, if he doesn't, he still has his belt down in the other division. But there's an interim belt in that division as well. So I, I that's where I, I'm well, confused. It's also, I think, the first time in UFC history that the number one pound-for-pound fighter has fought the number two pound-for-pound fighter. What does fighter. that mean, the number one pound-for-pound fighter? What exactly does that mean? 
it means that it's like it's not division based. So it's just you are the best fighter in the world, despite of divisions. So Volkanovsky's number one. I believe Volkanovsky was number one, and Makhachev was number two. That's interesting. And the way the the interim, how does that work? Like, how do you figure that out? Is there a? They have some sort of system for figuring it out. I don't know, but you can go to the UFC website to see who's like pound for pound the best fighter at any given time. Okay. It was GSP for a very long time. But I thought it was going to be like a Shab production. I, oh, was, I, I saw the posting that the Fight Companion someone made a poster. Maybe they did. It was way too good to be a Shab production when you saw the poster. Who knows? He does cool shirts or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I can't speak to that, but I thought it was Shab putting it out, as he has been doing. Yeah. Well, he's his lower called the Calabasas Fight Companion. There it is. So that was a difference. But then when I saw it was on Joe's, I mean, this is the first time Brian Callen and Joe. Oh, it's actually on Joe's. Um... Yeah, they did it live on am YouTube. I, am I speaking? <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is the first time they've been on. So I, I am interested in hearing it. I listened to the first like 45 minutes. It's interesting. Joe is just like not having Brian at all. So, so there's some you're, you're saying well, yeah, something's going on. No, I think that listen, when you aren't in a. And when you aren't in a friend group, it can seem like someone is being overly harsh or someone is, but I don't know, like Simon and I talk shit to each other all the time. And if you weren't in this like circle, you might be like, oh, that's a bit harsh. Yes. But then you, there's also like when you talk to other people in your friend group, you, you know what I mean? There's uh, I don't know. He obviously has a lack of respect for Brian. Well, Brian's talking about fighting and Joe's just like, no, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Stop talking. Oh, last night. <laughs> yeah. I just mean in Early on, too. Really? Yeah. I, What's the point of him being there, then, Joe? If Why do you have him on your fight companion if you're yeah. not interested in hearing his opinion? We'll get to there in one of these episodes. I forget who, but he brings up. I think it might have been Punky, but uh, confronting Shab. I don't think yes. a friend. Yeah, it who, wasn't Punky. Would it be hilarious if he said, hey, man, I think you should stop comedy. <laughs> Like, have the same conversation. On air, do it twice? No. Wow. Listen, like, I got to be fair, dude. I did it You thought it about when... selling cars? Have you ever thought about <laughs> selling cars? I did it when you were, when I could see your heart wasn't in it in the fight game. No, that's not fair. I said it before, and I'll say it again. My biggest hope is that Brendan Shaw really grinds it out and gets really funny. He is grinding out. As long as he's making money, who gives a shit? But no, but... Putting out like something that, that that was just like cool instead of getting bagged like everyone, I, it'd be a great comeback story. Listen, it already is. You know how hard it is to adjust from the UFC to stand up comedy. That's not a. There's not like a real lane for that. Uh, in another sort of vein, uh, Jason Ellis is trying to do it as well, and I just feel like he's funnier than Brendan, I just, or maybe he's just wilder. I mean, Jason, He's Ellis, way Jason Ellis has been mildly funny for he like has two takes, decades. Man, for sure. <clears throat> yeah, I, that's how I feel. Yeah, I agree. And he was a crazy skateboarder. He feels authentic. Brennan Schaub often doesn't feel authentic. That's the real problem with Brennan Schaub, is you don't really often feel like you're getting, you're getting some watered-down version of what he thinks he should be saying. I feel like it's just a different life experience, though, because he goes like from college football to UFC to podcasting comedy. You've always been kind of like semi well just not in, in a position where you're working job the job trying to figure out what you're going to do for the rest of your life that 
is not involved in entertainment in any fashion. Like 99% of us. Anywho, uh, I give the week a two and a half. I mean, look, if he doesn't hook up with Rogan, there's no way he becomes a comedian. Like, there's no way he was going to break into comedy on his own. I'd say Callum. Or either of them. Fine, sure. Callum, Rogan, one of those guys. Like, that's why that happens. That it's, uh, and I'm not taking anything away from him. That's great that it happened to him, but he didn't go out there and, like, he, he become a comedian. Yeah. It was thrust upon him. Just like Jordan Peterson didn't want to be who he is. Sure. I give it two and a half. What can I do? Uh, it was be real. Oh, the week. Right. Mm. I forgot we do that. Um, you know what? I'll give it a three. I can only give it. Uh, ah, I don't know. Maybe I'm with Kamar. A one and a half. A one seven five. It's that's, not. That's it's probably a, very, a real it's a score. Week, that's probably it's a, a weak score. week. Hey, hey, um, Mariana Van Zweller, it, that episode is great. She's great. And then everything else differ. was just. Was that episode great, though? Like there was some real awkward. What moments. else did you cover? What else did you cover? Okay, sorry. I find her interesting. Like, and I find her show interesting. There was a multitude of things they could have talked about. Just because Joe happened to do whatever he did, like it felt like, like he was like, "That's cool," but do you have anything really interesting? Yeah, maybe he knew <laughs> Eight something or nine and he times. wasn't. Uh, oh, he he was trying to get well, her get her to say something. She was trying to do the not Annie Letterman, but who did that book? You'll have to buy the book, Joe. She was sort of like on the fence, like, "Well, these episodes are coming out, so I'll give you a cursory sort of what." I it mean, was. that does make sense. You're trying to sell your show. I'm not going to tell you about every single episode. Um, yeah, 1938, Mary Van Zeller. That's who we're talking about. Let's mm. just jump into it. Um, I consider a real journalist. As we've discussed, like, news anchors aren't journalists. Like, well, they were. They consider themselves journalists now, but this this is, uh, you know, embedding hands on. But hold on. You act as though, like, I, I think you're doing a disservice to those people. They started somewhere. You don't just get to the desk. Well, they've they, they've stopped doing. Sure, they changed. It's a different form of journalism, a different function, as their staff writers and editors who aren't. Faces, you understand what I'm saying, though, right? You have to start. You can say they're all journalists. Okay, but this is a real journalist, just more interesting in that she's re- she is obviously uh, left and liberal. You know what I mean, but is still able to have bias when covering stories and just observing them for better or for worse. Did, avoid bias. Did you get a lot of like lefty liberal out of her? Or do you just know that about her? Yeah. Like I didn't find she was like, I believe overly... climate change, get rid of guns. And there's one more. We'll, we'll get into it. Um, her first story was about buying the AK. Yeah. And she said, uh, the guy was wanting to sell the other one as well, but he was on drugs and Joe was like, how do you know he was on drugs? Because he's wanting to sell more. Like, will you take this? He'd probably say his car stereo if you're high or wanting drugs. Yeah. Also, it's like, Joe, I've, I have a show where I go around and like interview people. I know who's high on drugs. Like, it's a, I've done this. And yeah. Joe, we had just done drugs together. <laughs> well, she's never done drugs. Um, police officers selling guns to the cartel. Could that be spun as like, they're getting the guns out of the country. 
Yeah, I mean, for that, sure. That, that, that's that's, a, that's what I say. Not the spin you want. Get the guns out of here, give it to them so they kill themselves, and then come up here and kill you, and you don't have any guns. Well, ideally, they would all kill themselves, and uh, we'd just take the guns back. That would be hilarious if, you know, those gun exchange programs that they found out they were just selling those guns to the cartel. Well, and then that leads into uh, probably the most interesting thing she talked about was the ghost gun. The the 3D printed gun. And then she she said, said, not all of them are 3D printed. It doesn't have to be 3D printed, but most of them are. But companies are selling 80% of a gun. Yeah. And then the, I mean, uh, and then there's another company selling one piece that just doesn't make any sense. No, They're no, like, no, no one can sell that piece. That's the the part that makes it a gun. A slide clip? This company only sells slide clips. It's such a. I love how they have so many. Just well, it's not quite. You know, it's almost, but not quite. But, but it's it's legal. Like that's following the law. I remember there was an episode of Law and Order where they like. They trace this gun to a seller in upstate New York, this gun that had been used in like a multiple shooting. And they go to upstate New York to interview this guy. And they're like, did you did you sell this gun? And they're being obviously super aggressive. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I sold it. And they're like, "Who did you like get ID from the guy? And they're like, he's like, well, he said he was in a wheelchair and crippled. So I just mailed him the gun. And they're like, they're like, you mailed him the gun. That's a federal. They're like, you're going to do serious hard time. And the guy kind of snickers at them. And he's like, listen, guys, he's like, I have a license to sell. He's like, at best, it's a, a small fine. This is America. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he knew his shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, they have a Second Amendment down there, and it's there's certain states too where like it's got to be the biggest difference. Or uh, is it obvious? Or like yes, it's obvious that they're the only country like that. They're the only developed country like that. There's where, a lot of countries where what where where guns, everyone's uh, armed. Uh, yeah, I bet you Russia has more gun control than. America, maybe not. Maybe some of those European countries. Is that, beca- is that because the old way of doing things was always like you know the government, the king is in charge, and the peasants are not allowed to have weapons? And here, because it was like you know the experiment. To it may do have had to start differently. We was... might find out when we read Empire of the Summer Moon. No, listen. The whole idea was that you you have to arm yourself so that if the government is tyrannical you can fight the government. And it's also now a matter of liberty. Like if someone is trying to take what's yours, you should be able to defend that and your family. That's the idea in the States. I mean, that's... I see nothing wrong with it. Well, it's a, it's, the problem is it's this. It's a loose uh, Hold on. I see, interpretation. I see nothing what I mean? wrong with what I just said. I agree with every one of those statements. The problem is, is I don't feel... <clears throat> and this is just my opinion. I don't feel like you're a safer society if everyone's walking around with a gun. Because, and let's be serious. Most people aren't well-trained enough to be walking around in public with a gun. And people just go off and shoot people. Yeah, we see it all the time. Yeah, there's, yeah. I mean, you could make, listen, there's a whole bunch of shit that goes along with it. Like a legal gun owner in most states probably has to, you know, pass a background check. And hopefully, I although I doubt it. I think you should at least have to take some course. Like if you have to take a if you have to get a license to drive a car, then you should definitely have to at you least do here. Yeah, you should just go and say, "Listen, I can safely operate this firearm to where I'm not going to look down the barrel or point it at someone." And in, in I mean, the problem may be too that you get a gun and you're fine, 
and then you leave that gun out and your kid takes it to school and you, well, know, you can't right? do, like well that's, that's illegal here but sure. in, again simon in most u.s states like in democratic states where you can have a gun you have to have the gun locked in a safe here that's how it is like you have to call someone if you're getting your gun out of your locker and going to the range did you guys watch um maybe they talked about it on rogan sometime this week i don't remember but here we go the watchman mm-hmm. the yeah. tv series mm-hmm. did they talk about this on rogan i'll be real yeah it was be real yeah yeah because that is a cool idea it comes from the um I think it's from Minority Report, actually. Were they like superheroes to win the war, though? Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point was, in order to use a gun as a cop, you had to, like, have somebody threatening you, and then you had to get permission from, like, the head office, and they unlock the the gun in your car and let you use it. And this one scene was like, you know, the guy wouldn't believe that she was actually in trouble and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, it's it's an interesting idea. Sounds like communism. But th- it that, was a very uh, the argument would be in that time state. that I'm calling, I, I have to save someone's life. I wonder if they just did balance reporting, and you know, for every mass shooting, there were 20 things that guns stopped from happening. Maybe that doesn't happen, but we know the sort of slant of there's lots of police brutality on white people. I'm sure, but just well, look, I mean, there's I, more police brutality on white people, but I'm not trying, I'm not trying to say equal, like anything. I, I get it. Like we're totally controlled by our government and we're under like, you know, arrest house, arrest Tyranny. up here, mm-hmm. but you know, there are way less gun incidents than in the United States. That's not just here. That's everywhere. I'm just Every developed, using us as yeah. an example. And yet there still are. There are, but like it's within reason most of the time, I imagine, you know? Every once in a while it just gets wild. It's way anyway, it doesn't matter. Either way, I'm still pro gun. I think you should I think I don't know. I think if you're a law abiding citizen, like I said, I think you should be licensed. I think I don't should. know about the carrying a gun around with you though. That I, I'm agree. I, I think you should have a gun in your well, house, on. and there's no if somebody attacks your home, you, and you have to protect your family. There's absolutely nowhere in the states where you can conceal carry. I'm pretty sure that's not true. Texas, you I don't can know conceal any of carry. these laws. So I'm gonna... Conceal carry? Yes. I don't think so. Yeah, man. Let us know if you listen to the show Google and it. I you carry a gun with you. Just My point being, town. Simon, most places you can you can open carry, and that I understand because you have to. Look, I got a gun on me. Yeah, that's badass, man. No, but it's just the point too. Like, it's I don't know. It's it evens the playing field at least. Being like, I'm not even going to rob that guy. He's got a gun on his hip. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. But dude, the amount of like I've seen so many videos on Instagram of people that have like this little magnetic thing that you can put right under your dashboard, and it just holds the the barrel of your gun. So like you're just fucking. But it's in view uh like, can you have a gun in your glove compartment is that like conceal again it depends it's state to state i'm mm-hmm. i'm fairly certain when you have a gun permit and you and you have a legal gun the second a cop pulls you over you have to say i have a a gun in the car that's like the first yeah well and you should well, yeah, if, if you have no reason yeah. to, to lie or whatever. Uh, yeah, America listeners, let us know if you have guns, what you do with them. 
Um, she talked. Hold on, to wait. Bo- I want to get to the bottom of this, Simon. What's the? Just keep going, okay. and I'll get. Yeah, to yeah. You. He can jump in. He's an expert. Um, she talked to a white supremacist. Now, I'm not saying there's no white supremacists. I'm just saying it's not really a problem. Uh, on the list of issues, it sort of has always just been what it was, despite them saying it's on the rise. But what do you mean? Well, okay. So what do you mean it's not a problem? It's like, not like... I understand it's not problem number one do, for society. If they don't do something right that. now in 10 years, we're going to be overrun yeah, by I agree with you. I, I can agree with that. So it's a low priority, but always an issue. Um, she said there's only five or six LSD chemists in the world. Which I, I don't. She said the states. Oh, that what she meant. Sorry, I my thought bad. she said the states. Yeah, I could maybe be you're wrong, right. Though. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe it was just the states. But still, like, I mean, even then, in a country with 360 million people, there's seven of you. We so there's 20 states: Matt, Alaska, Kansas, Arizona, South that Carolina, carry? North Carolina, wow. California, Idaho, Tennessee, Utah. Hold on, California. Apparently. Now, when you say conceal carry, though, I think you have to have a special license for that. Do you not? Uh, you probably do in some of those states. Yeah. Okay. Because that's different. I'm you pretty sure, like, know... if you're a private investigator or you're like one of like I'm fair or a what's what a bounty hunter, I'm fairly certain you can get a conceal carry license. But I don't think if you're just the general public. But again, what I about could be a wrong. private eye? That's what I just said. A PI. Oh, I think you said a bounty hunter. I said a PI or a oh, bounty hunter. Bad. No, it's all good. I was it's funny. Uh, you're always like, is no, no one no, listening? Well, no, <laughs> no, because we bounced back. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. No, he knows. I did like a pro, but I just wanted to finish with the um, LSD chemist. I, I guess I didn't watch Breaking Bad, but I just figured it was like five parts of this nethate and that part of Elixium, and you make LSD, but it's, it's I guess you're always a, a wrong poor from making a poison or something. Well, that's what I want to know what she means by there's only seven. Like, does that mean licensed? Because, like, they probably use LSD for medical studies, right? Well, this is what any chemist could make anything, or they're specialized chemists. I assume most, like, if, I assume if you're a professional chemist, yeah, you know the compounds and you could make anything, right? Yeah, if, I feel like there'd be a lot more The same chemists. way if you're a baker... You can pretty much bake anything. It might yeah. not come out perfectly, but you can bake I, I it. I think it's yeah. a bit different because um, the ingredients in baking are really easy for everyone to get. So probably some of the things they work with, you probably have oh, to... Oh, I uh, agree with you. Yeah, yeah. It's something probably, to yeah, acquire. Yeah, for sure. There's the certain chemicals. chemicals that I'm sure you can't just go buy. But the uh, she talked to the one chemist who got busted, and he was most bummed... Because he just his passion was making this thing and this joy he provided like trying to change people's lives. The intent down the line to the fucking greasy hippie selling it at a concert or whatever. Like, yeah, I wonder is it because you the people didn't? They are saying that there were only five. We we don't know chemists that make acid in the world. I, if no, that, I said that he said it was in the states. In the states, fine. If that's the case, excuse me. <laughs> If that's the case, is it because they have recipes that other chemists don't have, or is it because other chemists are just not? Are there recipes? The making? Are there recipes? It must no, be what recipes. I, what, no, yeah. what I said to Kamar was, I believe what she meant was like, there are, they probably have medical LSD that they need to acquire, and there's probably only seven licensed 
No, that's not what she was saying. Because one of the guys got busted and wasn't allowed to do it anymore. They would call it formula. He was yeah, but one we of the don't five. know. Formula. We don't know what he was busted for. It might have been busted selling, like LSD that he was making. Yeah, from- that's what it was. No, but what I'm saying is he could. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. And I, I, I see what you're saying, but I think you're mistaken. It's okay. We can just agree to disagree. We often do. You were wrong all night last night. It's fine. And um, today I've been two for two. So I'm just saying. She's never done more. drugs. I was like, if you do these stories, you should try these drugs, I think. That's just my own personal opinion. But She says she doesn't want to lose her mind. And what she does as a living is sort of a drug in itself. Hold on, though. If you're if you're a journalist and you're going to do a piece on, like, Crocodile, you think you should try that shit? No, I guess not. <laughs> or if you're going to do, like, a piece on, like, wrestling alligators, do you have to wrestle the alligator? Or is it okay that you just the best, get... The best Right, the best piece would be alligator. from the person who wrestled the alligator. I understand crazy. what you're saying. It's weird when someone does a lot of drug coverage and they're like, I've smoked pot once or twice. She I don't do mushrooms. Pot. I have never tried. You know what I mean? I, I understand what you're saying there. It would be weird if the guy who like wrote the book on mushrooms, what's his name there? Um, Terrence McKenna was like, no, no, I've no, never. No, Terrence, the new guy. He oh, did a uh, whole book on. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And he hadn't done it. Sure, that's fine. She just did. She does a news show and she did one episode on like, come on, cut this lady a break. man. You cut I her agree break. with you. Yeah. She talked about the success no. of. Portugal. I cut her all sorts of breaks. Uh, she talked about the success of Portugal, but I don't think she really articulated on what that meant. It made me think they've just done the same thing decriminalizing of d- that, the success Columbia. of decriminalizing drugs. No, what she said, what she said was the success was that if you get caught, you have two options: you can go to jail or you can go to rehab. And most, almost everyone chooses rehab, of course, because no one wants to go to fucking jail. And unemployment's up. You can go to jail. Unemployment's down, crime's down. Like, those are those tangible sort of things. You can go to jail and keep doing drugs, or you can go to rehab. Is that how it works? Yeah. How are there drugs in the jails? I didn't say you could do drugs in jails. I said you could either go to jail or you could go to rehab. Well, isn't jail without drugs just rehab, but with some butt play? I know you're gonna check go green over here. This but guy's I, I really. I agree. If you can't do drugs in jail, but seems like if you've just... ever seen the trailer park, boys, Anyways, you can I'm do sorry. drugs. The go point ahead. is, you're not in jail and you're getting counseling versus being locked up. Yeah, for would... 23 hours a day, and yeah. I, I got it. So clearly, Simon enjoys the butt play of jail. It, speaking of butts, if you went to jail, mm. you fucked up. Would mm-hmm. you shove something up your ass to have some some leverage in jail? Yeah, like a shank. I mean, like some hash, but if you feel like you can stuff <laughs> a knife up your ass, shank, yeah. one of those flip well, blades no, for I sure. Asking what you he can was, make that of a toothbrush, you degenerate. Simon, day one, he has a fucking big shiv keister stashed. Pardon me. You um, just go in with like a butcher's knife. <laughs> Jesus. They talked about weed and addiction. And that's one of the big things we've seen over the course of Joe is his shift through uh, no less than Alex Bernson on weed, where he, you know, he's still an advocate for weed, a self-proclaimed advocate for weed, but he was like an across-the-board advocate for weed and has now changed his stance to, I think it's great, but it can be bad, and I think it's because he was anti-weed in those formative years. Yeah, but he has this weird, like, we all agree kids, we all agree that kids shouldn't be smoking weed. Like, that's pretty much what he's saying. But, like, but none of us know what it would be like to not smoke weed at 16, 17, 18, 19. I get it, yeah. Which is a different experience. And I think that little thing 
is why he's benefited from more and not seen as much, but he's come around and said it can be detrimental. Listen, nothing is without, nothing's perfect. Well, we'll talk about that again with Be Real, because let's be real. <laughs> they were like advocates for marijuana. <laughs> um, she worked for the Al Gore channel. And, um, oh, that's why you hate her so much. I got it. Obviously, they did the Oxycon Express about those two twins. Have you? Funny enough, CNN did a good thing on it. I don't think I saw that one with the two twins. It's two twins that were selling steroids illegally. Then found oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. like the yeah, pain yeah, clinic. Yeah, that's what it was called. The pill the mill. Pain, the pain well, clinic. The pill mill is like the colloquial term for them all. Yeah. but it it was called the pain clinic, like as generic as it I got. think it was even worse than that. I think it, the name was something worse than that. It was called "Come to Get Your Fucking Oxy." The hurt shop. Yeah, something like the hurt shop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was spelled with two P's and E. Just just give them a. It looks like your back hurts. Hey, yeah, here you go. The hurt locker. That would be a good name for a pill mill. But what she stressed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Winner. Listen, you can't. Listen, I know you're trying to fire on all cylinders today. I'm not here on all cylinders. I don't write any of these jokes beforehand. Just well, and the worst part is throwing that out. They're gone too because you're never going to listen to them. You're never going to listen back to write them. Yes, and neither will anybody else. Touche. Um, but she stressed that despite these individuals and shady, uh, what do you call a guy? Pharmacists. What, whatever. <laughs> I was going to say doctor, drugstore dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, that would have got, we would have got You it. went to total polar opposite, <laughs> doctor, drugstore dude. Um, pharmaceutical companies are making the most money and pushing all this and facilitating this to happen. As the government just sits by and oh, no, they're all making to make institutions that watch them. They're, all, they're making their money. Too. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> you don't, just to be clear. And then she talked about how all the MDMA comes from the Netherlands, which you see in... Uh, zero, zero, zero. Did you see it in zero, zero, zero? I saw it in Layer Cake. Oh, yeah. With why does it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does it all come from there? Like, why I, I can't think because drugs were legal there already. I know, but why can't they make MDMA here? It's uh, synthetic, well, no, no, right? this, I'm coming now around to this. I bet you there's 50 uh, chemists in Netherlands who make it. I think her number must have been the states. If it's the world, it's even wilder, and like that's has signs of something. Okay, being we're talking suppressed about suppressed. MDMA right now. Yeah, he's going back to the oh, LSD. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. It doesn't matter. So MDMA is a different thing. It's but it feels only like, made. So did you mean acid is only made? She in? says something like ninety percent of MDMA was made in the Netherlands. Huh, I'm sure someone there. So there. weird. I wonder why. I don't know why, but Tulip Factories is a good cover for it. Um, <laughs> really? Well, in the layer cake, you remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he would, Who great. was in that? It was Sienna Miller and was it Jude Law? It, that was Daniel Craig's big. Oh, it was like, Daniel uh, Craig coming That's out right. party? Yes, yes, yes. And uh, Tom Hardy's like a two bit player in it as well. Was Tom Hardy in that? He is, but not. A, he's I, his name might be Dave. He's in. Oh, like that three was in Longstock, wasn't it? No, no, no. Okay. No. Uh, trust me. Um, trust me. And then they're talking about all this with the legalization of weed, decriminalization, but yet illegal weed still is going. Dude, illegal weed, like you can buy $40 ounces. 
So, 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 so that's great. But has it? Is this sort of a sign that legalizing drugs wouldn't make it better? Like, no, is it's it, a sign that the government put now? the government overregulated. I mean, ask Simon; he has better insight into this. He's not paying attention though. Fantastic, Simon. Sorry, well, I'm trying to find out about this uh, MDMA thing. What? We're asking about the marijuana industry le- being legalized. I said it's- I believe the Canadian government over... Um, what the fuck was the word I used? Regulated. Over-regulated it. Yeah, uh, and, and, then, and they're easy. And I now. believe that the over-regulation is why the black market is still thriving. Yes. Because but- if it was cheaper for... If it was cheaper for growers and sellers... To do their business, there's more money to be made. I don't know. Am As an example, we're always saying Joe's always saying that you have to legalize all, all drugs. drugs. Yeah, but we've legalized weed. Has that caused solutions? I mean, I guess people not going to jail for it now. I mean, that's the biggest thing. If you really want my, has my- it shown us anything better? Because illegal weed is still going. You can still get arrested for. Illegal weed, if you... Yeah, there will always be a black market for drugs, even with legality. It has to be the gray market that gets got rid of. Like, you're always going to have... But alcohol doesn't have a black market. Or gray market. Yeah, it's true. So maybe it just takes a while. But I'm sure it did at the beginning still. Like I agree with you. I, but I'm as saying it had, it, so it just takes time well, to get rid of that. My, but I, you can't ha- Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say to you, do you think in 20 years there will still be a black, a marijuana black market? I mean, probably not. I don't know. I Probably not. I think it just probably takes time to. Is it weird that there's not a black market for alcohol? I mean, there is, I'm sure. You're just unaware of it. In your life, have you ever said, yeah, you can buy Dan's vodka well, like for you can buy, you can buy cigarettes from well, the cigarettes, reservation. Cigarettes there know? is, but just alcohol in particular. Feels like they have a big clamp on that because that seems like something you could make. Well, you can buy it at grocery stores. If you could buy weed at grocery stores or at corner stores, there would be no... All these things have black markets there would be no except black for alcohol. Market anymore, you know what okay. I mean? I think the price point is the real issue, too. Like if you were able to offer hundred dollar ounces, street prices, yeah, you would drive them out of business immediately. Uh, yeah, I mean, probably. I think there's some old heads out there probably just would. Do I'm it just right saying, your the co- they're like, gonna die. Your company, for example, has free delivery. I don't know if I have to edit this out. Your company has free delivery, so like, who wouldn't who wouldn't want a hundred dollar ounce delivered for free? Yeah, exactly. But that's just it. They can get that on the gray market now, delivered for free. I agree. And they get to operate the same way we operate, except they don't, they aren't bound by the same rules we are. Right. So that's why it, but they're also just stupid. Like the Canadian government is just so dumb that. How about this? Has it made it worse? Has it made it better? Has nothing changed? Has for a It's made it better for sure. People are not going to jail. It's made it better. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. People like my gra- I, I, I don't need context. people like my grandmother who can go buy CBD if they're having trouble yep. sleeping. Yep. There's it's a better. million it's better. benefits. It's better. It's I better. get that it's not perfect. We knew we knew out the gate it wasn't going to be right. Yeah, they they are like groups now getting together to sue the government. Yeah, good, good. I mean, listen, let's take gambling for example. When they legalized gambling, uh, there's a gray market for gambling. 
as, yeah, as of she course. talked about. But when they legalized gambling in Ontario, it was great, but it also fucked other things up. Poker stars, perfect example. That's small. No, but my well, it. Imagine if you were a professional poker player living in Ontario. Just move up, move out of Ontario. Yeah, but like, so I know a, there's a guy who streams. He's Canadian. He lived in Toronto. His name is Tonka, is his screen name. He's like a big time high stakes poker player. He moved to England when it became legal in Ontario. Well, yeah, isn't every place but Ontario still on the? My point is, like, like Simon's talking about being sued, the natives who own the servers for PokerStars, they're suing the shit out of the Canadian government or the Ontario oh, government. Oh, so it could change. It could change, yes. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, then she talked about hanging out with guys rug pulls, millionaires rug yeah. pulls. I'm interested she didn't name any names. What are rug pulls? Well, the crypto. like they, Pump and they, dumps. They, um, I don't they, know why she didn't call it a pump and dump. Get, I guess that's the, get, the updated term. Make a coin, promote mm-hmm. a coin, notice a coin, get in on the coin, promote the coin, push yeah. the coin up, sell all this stuff. Like the Dylan Dennis thing. Duh, I mean, it's way more than just Dylan Dennis. But yeah, did no, you well, watch that newest CoffeeZilla? Not Mark on, does not um, like CoffeeZilla. Not on... Uh, He's off on Logan, and he's put a new one together? He's put a new no, one together. No, I haven't. And about, I, about Dylan Dennis. I don't like Dylan Dennis. I don't know anything about him. He's he just, just never won a fight, and he's his name's always coming up. He was, Is he friends with Ariel Hawani? He's friends with Conor McGregor. Oh, he's a entourage. Okay, he could probably kick my ass. Um, And the biggest issue with these rug pulls and all this stuff is still uh, laundering the money. And who knows how many businesses you've seen in your life that is some guys like, I'll give you this money, open your restaurant, silent partners. Yeah, I never thought of it before, but now a lot of more She mentioned that was one sense. avenue of silent partner, restaurant, do this, do that. Um, I don't understand why you have to, like, it's clean money. Well, we... You haven't done anything illegal technically. The rug pull? Yeah. I mean, it's illegal from an SEC standpoint, but you're never going to get caught. Like, you can just argue you're a savvy investor. I got in early. I got my, I got out when it hit the top. Wow. And then you just pay the taxes. So I'm I'm very curious. Like that that part interested me. You're talking about a physical business. Maybe though, she aren't didn't you? do uh, good journalism. We're talking about ill-gotten gains from these rug pulls, and they have okay. to launder the money maybe to avoid paying tax. I don't even understand because it seems like it'd be on the level. Well, no, you will pay capital gains because, like, if you invest. If you invest in a company, let's say you invest a million dollars tomorrow in a company, and the day after you invest, that company doubles, and you pull your money out, uh, you you have to pay like whatever forty five percent capital gains, whatever the fucking capital gains is here. She may have also mentioned uh, like phone scams, which I, I think everyone gets one a day. Oh yes, yeah, so many and two emails. Yeah, is is that about it? Like you won, we have your deposit ready. Da, 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 the da, FBI da. is looking for you. Just give me your address. <laughs> and oh, you guys don't get that one? You get. Uh, it's funny. You get two. You get the, the one I always get is like the CRA has like $8,000 for you. And I'm like, yeah, bullshit. And then the other one they do is the aggressive one where they call you and they're like, you owe the CRA $20,000 and you're going to jail tomorrow if you don't pay. <laughs> yeah, it's never them calling you, though. It's always a machine. You're like, really? I owe you this much money well, and you're having some rinky dink machine they, call me? They are preying on elderly. Yeah. And I, she was talking about someone who could steal, get a, one piece of ID, and then like have fifty thousand dollars worth of audio equipment delivered to them. 
like in a complete fraud on the reg. Uh, That's Tiger the best King. part of having bad credit is. Well, yeah, these people can't have no credit. No, but I'm just saying you can't oh, go after me. Like, yes, if you were yes, to steal yes, my identity. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? It's like, oh, let's get some yeah, uh, we're, audio we're equipment delivered. Yeah. We're, we're, we're fighting on all fronts. Talked about the Liver King. That was always a weird movie because the guy sees the guy kill himself, right? The Liver King? We're talking to the Tiger King. Tiger King, yeah. Tiger King? Yeah, that's right. it. Oh, when he swept everyone's imagination and hearts. Yeah. But it was mm-hmm. the, the, the sinker of the. The guy seeing the guy shoot himself is just so like, well, that's heavy. Yeah, that I'm is invested. Heavy. Could you imagine uh, just walking through a forest and then coming across a gorilla? No. That's what she's talking about. That was one of her best experience. And there's some gorillas. She was in the jungle. Forest. I know you made it seem like Bigfoot. I thought we were going in a totally different direction. No, I was, okay. I was going to say if you were in an area, a forest jungle where there could be gorillas what it'd be like just mm-hmm. coming i mean they were falling droppings and yeah they were looking for increase them. their odds of like, i think you would be scared as shit if you came across them in the jungle but you weren't looking be, for them you'd also be mesmerized and just like like no, when you see scared. a deer or something you, you think but i think you'd be scared of a deer if it came no. up to you okay. in, the, okay. in the jungle <laughs> <laughs> no ever well if it's running at you but if you you think if I run right now, will this chase me? Like I don't think you just you're nervous inside, but you're it's it just be amazing thing. Unlike seeing a, a zoo, still cool seeing gorilla, but if a silverback gorilla, okay, you're walking through the jungle, minding your own business. You're you're, you're visiting a friend. Just and you you don't even know that there are silverback gorillas in the jungle, and all of a sudden one comes out and thumps on its chat you're just like oh that's so marvelous fuck no, you no you lose your shit you have diarrhea all over your leg and you might even pass out i would say shitting yourself is a good tactic it might ward the gorillas like i literally like, smell oh, fear God, that's disgusting maybe that's their thing but she said there's some gorillas oh like, yeah it's like their mating ritual <laughs> oh yeah there's some gorillas you're supposed to make eye contact with and some you're not yeah how do you keep track of this shit <laughs> or what that's, if, that what seems if, like, like an, whatever you do look them in the eyes okay an that's easy dumb, so. mistake to make you know i like, would just not i, I gotta just, look him in the oh fuck no <laughs> i would just go with not looking any of them in the eye dude that video of that guy getting dragged by the gorilla is fucked just the dumb strength of the yeah the, with with the ease that it happens. They're so strong. They have the strength of like seven men, ten men, or something. Their bite can like bite through steel. Like it. They're, have you seen the video? They're of the, no joke, man. But they, they don't kill things. They're very aggressive, uh, silverback gorillas. And if you run into one in the woods and it doesn't like know you or something, it might be protecting its troop. If the kid you came across a kid or something, but it'd be a mother, but I feel like it would just look at you and think of you as like uh, a wild turkey. Dude, a chimp or will bite your dick off. No, I think you are mistaken. Or, or a baboon. I think you're mistaken. Maybe if you ran into like um, a sloth, then you would be okay. You have way better chance of having some amazing experience, uh, interaction, and no incident with a gorilla than a shark. Yes, <laughs> that I will agree to that. <laughs> also, the then shark a, doesn't marvel at you. Also, like, then a tiger. <clears throat> mm, yes, yes, yes. The tiger is taking any you down. sort of cat is going to be a problem. Maybe for not you. the maybe not the main lion. He might know you're nothing. 
Okay, you're, if you're, he's already you're fucking if he's crazy. Already yeah, and I'm sure you'd be fine with a bear too, right? Well, maybe uh, it would want to have a picnic with you. It's the bear necessities. Yeah. The simple bear necessities. We know the bears. Yeah, this is silly. The the Jungle Book. That is that animal formation of uh things that make us think we might be have relationships with animals. Mm. Who is your favorite character in the Jungle Book? Which animal? I watched the remake and it ruined the whole thing. And I wouldn't want to go back to the other one, but probably Baloo. Baloo is your favorite character? I'd have to go back and think. I'm just, there's a name I could give me some sort of credibility in talking about it. I like the wolves. That was always my jam. And the snake was the, the baddest of the people? The ones who raised them. But Bagheera was pretty cool. I liked Simba and Timo. Yeah, that's a different movie. That was Lion King. Hakuna Matata. Uh, Hakuna. We forget that, or we know Chernobyl is in Ukraine. Yep. That's just a weird coincidence. And that, <laughs> yeah, that is odd. And, eh? and there's black market trips into there to get, like, she didn't mention, are they just so, picking up a, a stroller that is now radioactive and can sorry. power bombs? Or are they going into the. Chernobyl is in Ukraine. Yeah. But it used to be Soviet when Union. it was part of Russia. I believe so. I don't well, know. Obviously, because Chernobyl happened in the Russia. Show? <laughs> I believe that at that point... Uh, that must well, have it's, been under it's, Russian uh, it's rule. Pripyat, I believe, Ukraine, and I'm not certain. No, in the 80s? Well, up until that point, Chernobyl was in the 80s? Yeah. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think it was like 86. Well, I think it's in before 2015, like before that coup. Isn't it part of uh, Russia at that point? No, Russia became Russia in the 90s. Oh, either. Yugoslavia. It's whenever that happened. The Minsk Accord. That's when... Um, God, we're stupid. That's when no, that was been. a completely other unrelated thing. There was another war between... Uh, yeah, Yugos and uh, Slavics. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking... Um, uh, okay, sorry. I guess I'm going to have to find this Butch out, that eh? one. Yeah. Can someone stay with me, though? Yeah. I'm with you. What do you want? She also said that there's a, a big industry of Americans having babies in uh, Ukrainian surrogates. Yeah. Ukraine just, yeah, just yeah. is it's a mover and a shaker. Stuff is happening over Ukraine there. is that guy in an alley with a American coat. babies in Ukraine wombs at the beginning of the war. Um, and motorcycle clubs. She mentioned she has. They have kept integrity. Right? There's no uh, Hells Angels TikTok or the Outlaws or. You know, they, they are outlaws and don't want publicity, and it's not a good thing for them to have internet clout or presence, but they're still omnipresent for sure. It's funny, though. I remember when we were young, if you sold drugs, like bikers were something you had to worry about. Well, no, you could choose to sell it for them. Yeah, but if you didn't sell that's, it for them. That's when you'd, yeah, yeah. Like, I know a guy that uh, was selling ecstasy at a like an after-hours club, and not for the bikers. And they took him into the basement and they put a garbage can on his head and beat the garbage can with baseball bats. The kid was in a coma for like three weeks. He was never the same. And so no one knows if they gave him an option that he made well, I the just think they wrong caught decision. him. I just think they caught him selling in the wrong place and that was that. I always thought they had some sort of honor that they were sort of like, you can't do that here. Or if you want to do it, maybe we could help you, but not just... I also know a guy in Toronto, though, that got shot in the foot at a biker run club. And <laughs> they took him to a back room. And they were like, if you don't say shit, like, you're in here for good. 
And he was like, really? They're like, yeah, we'll take care of your foot. Just nothing ever happened. And he was like, yeah, cool. <laughs> well, because he says, uh, no, sorry, well, guys. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> no, he, dude, he, he knew what was up. But he said, dude, I remember being like, he was like, come to this club. I have like full access. And sure enough, <laughs> dude, we were just past the line. It was insane. He was like, yeah, I got shot in the foot in here. And did you feel unsafe in this club? Uh, I mean, a lot of Toronto clubs. When I don't forget, I grew up like 110 pounds, soaking wet. So, like, you're scared everywhere. <laughs> not scared. I just like listen. I know, I know that like if shit like really pops off. <laughs> luckily, I've been uh, KO'd enough that um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't know. I, I just I wonder if uh, scared isn't the word though. Like I just I have I would. I, if there was a certain size you feel you'd be in there and you'd feel more comfortable. We're talking about, he's talking about going to a motorcycle run club. Kamar, you're forgetting too that I grew up in like nightclubs and bars. So I, it's not like, I don't know if fear is the right word or scared. I feel comfortable. You have social sense. I, I feel comfortable knowing when shit's going to pop off and just to be like, I'm out of here. Are we talking about going into a biker bar yes. or a bar run by bikers? A bar run by biker. That was the thing. This is not a biker bar. Like you weren't going in, and it was like a. This was a nightclub full of like drunken high white kids that was run by bikers who were selling drugs out of it. Was That's the point. different than going into a biker bar where it's yeah. all bikers hanging yep. out. Yep. Thank you for the clarification. Did you hear what I said about how the bikers don't have care about their social media presence or if they're on uh, TikTok? Okay. Well, they're, they're the one sect of society that doesn't want to be on social media. Well, I think there are there's probably still, lots of gangs out there that don't want to be on social media. And there's lots of Not gangs that are. like There there are. And I, I assume, like, you don't see the mafia on social media. Yeah, they still You exist. sort of do, though, with all those It's got mobsters. a verified check mark, La Cosa Nostra. With all the mobsters doing YouTube now. Like it's, yeah, it's okay, the, sure. It's the I, see. Relo- I see what you're relocation saying. Relocation program. That's brilliant. Thing. Imagine it's just constantly, La Cosa Nostra's Twitter is just constantly, we definitely did not kill this guy. <laughs> oh, this guy that died, that was definitely not <laughs> <Yeah>. us. <laughs> hey. Oh, Jimmy Smalls, I assure you. Hey. Yeah, clap that one. <laughs> I'm gonna start that tonight. Right do now, it. they already have guys who do um, like actual gangsters who have podcasts, right? Yeah, well, yeah. X, so, X gangsters. Yeah, yeah obviously, I'm key. just talking about bikers in particular. Just like Hell's Mike Angels, Baker is an X. Rock CIA Machine might be gone, but that was a, I thought it was always a cool badass name. It was a big a biker gang in uh, Montreal. Uh, the outlaws, the banditos. Dude, back in the in like the, I remember in the nineties, you'd see a lot of patched the Mongols, angels. the Mongols, just bad. Well, in all sons, you of, can't son, wear a patch anymore, can you? Sons of Anarchy. I think you can. I see people wearing patches. There's a veterans uh, motorcycle gang. I think uh, Jesse the Body was part of that. No, he was part. I'm of I'm out the, there on uh, the open road, Joe. I think he was part of the Mongols. He was part of like a, a Spanish gang. Remember? You see, Joe. I these was the guys, only white guy guys, in the you gang. See, you Joe. see, Joe. These guys, these guys recognize what I did, Joe. They made sure I didn't have to break any laws because they were just so happy to have a blonde guy in their gang. See if I heard it right beside me. I know you would have nailed it. I know that was just off the fly. I I was having to copy Matt, so I was getting this weird like. So you're blaming me? 
I'm, I'm not blaming you. I'm just explaining why that wasn't everything. So you were doing an me. impression of me doing, doing an impression, impression of Jesse Ventura. Gotcha. My impression of you was dead on. Like if you go back and play that tape again, yeah. that was so fucking it's true. In uh, what's that movie with uh, Leo? Inception. Yeah, that was very yeah. Inception. It's true. A lot of levels to that onion. We just needed Kamar impersonating you, impersonating me, impersonating you. That's right. And if Mary was watching the whole thing and drawing it, that would have. Oh, wow. Yeah, that would have been something. And in her drawing, there was a picture of her drawing. Dude, we're going too far. The deepest inception. That's how you, um, if you go too far like that, the whole universe just explodes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe talked about, um, when jumping around here, she talked about the American babies in Ukrainian wombs. Oh, that reminds me. Sorry, just before we move on. I'm having a lot of trouble finding out if the Ukraine was ever part of, or if Chernobyl was ever part of Russia. <laughs> it's not Russia. It's the Soviet USSR. Union. Are you, If you're yeah. Googling Russia, that's your problem. That's my problem. That's why I keep I, getting it. But I think that was a real because it was Because it was for two... M- <laughs> oh, that reminds me. <laughs> Oh, 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 what does that remind you of? Oh, I got an angry listener. Oh, um, no. Yeah, don't read that. Yeah, we don't need That's that. too long-winded. Oh, they, oh, they oh might, you read it? They might be right. Well, no, no, no hold on. I uh, wanted, but I don't think so. Chat GPT disagreed with some of their points. Well, no, what I wanted to say was... At they, okay, so Simon, this guy wrote me and said, Matt, you're dead wrong about Russia. Russia in World War II... I said last week Russia had the biggest body count for World War II. They were instrumental in helping the Allies win the war. He said you're they dead. They lost the most troops. That's yes. what you were he saying. He said you're dead wrong. He said, first of all, it was the Soviet Union, and they sent like all the Slovaks and the people they hated in first. Because that's what they do. Because that's, that's what, what they, they do, do. yes. Yeah. Which, again, was kind of what we were saying anyway. That's what yeah. they do. They just throw bodies at the problem. Okay. Whether you want to say they were... Either way. He then was like, they were also like... Um, they were in on it with the Nazis in certain ways. Like they they worked with them. And it's weird because I was like, hold on, this guy's American and he's giving me shit saying that the Russians worked with the Nazis. I was like, obviously this guy hasn't heard of Operation Paperclip. And he's like, and the Russians were... The Americans worked with the Nazis. Yeah, yeah and he was like, and the Russians are guilty of atrocities worldwide. And I was like, well, I, again, I to hate to call people. the... I was like, I hate to call the kettle black, buddy, but like... America hasn't been great worldwide either. Neither have we. We're uh, we're no complicit in all of it. No for anyone here. We're just saying it's not what they say it is. Yeah, all I was saying was I don't think it's cut and dry. And for, I don't know. I If you're an innocent Russian person and you're listening to all the North American rhetoric, you're probably like, I haven't done shit to you. I don't get it. Peace be Allah. Weird flex. The baby scam. Joe talks about two gay guys that... Got a girl pregnant, and then she's like, I gave her a bunch of money, and there's like, sorry, guys, I got to keep no, this. No, that happens all the time. I know. With that's, surrogates. That's it the way to go. It doesn't happen to be, uh, in this case, it was a gay couple, but it could be it could be a that's straight the way to couple, go, though. too. I'm sure they had recourse to get some of their money back. I don't think I they don't do. think you do. I think it's like... The, these are the risks the you take if you want to... Uh, hmm. If you want to like, I don't think you can take them to court. But why you have you probably have a contract? No, I'm giving you this money in return for the I baby. I think there's something about it being a human life. I, I, yeah, like, after it's out. Oh, that's for, a good point. I yeah, know. Maybe. I actually know somebody who that happened to. And they just and that just happens, and then they had to go through the whole process again, and they did, and they did it again, and it worked, and it was fine. But that's just like. You know, sometimes you go through the whole process with the woman you support her the whole, and then 
maybe something goes wrong and the pregnancy ends or whatever. And you only right? hope like it literally change or she knows the whole time what she's doing. Because that's yeah, got to be a play sometimes. Yeah, I think you're right, Kamar. Or right or wrong. But for every situation, there's going to be the outliers who are like trying to bilk it. I think for the most part, those go off the way they're supposed to. There are more people just getting the baby Probably, like yeah. they're supposed to it's all than it's the woman deciding and it being a scam. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, I think it is. Um, then this is when Joe starts saying, so what else did you cover? What else did you cover? What else did you cover? Uh, she stalked him as tracks when he was like, uh, have you see, heard about cobalt? And she was talking about gold gold um, mines or whatever. And he was like, yeah, but gold, you don't need gold. Yeah, No, you, you need it for everything. You need it for everything. Yeah. And it, was, it was a learning moment for all of us, I think. And uh, <laughs> Why not do to we take need it, away it from for cobalt. everything? Gold's a good conductor of electricity, I believe. I think it's the best. It's also like, very malleable. Better. Yeah. Uh, you, and you, it's very available. You can make like readily a, available. A lot, a little bit of a gold. Filaments is that what they're making out of it? Uh, what, are, what is it that it's we used need in like every for. electronic? He was saying it's used in planes, okay. cell phones. Right, fair enough. I listen. I don't know. So this, I think we don't realize how much stuff is in everything we use. Like, how think much about your blood phone. is in? It's like blood is in everything. Oh, There's yeah. nothing we use that isn't some way well, horrible people. Back. I would I imagine this the has Bowl. the most. I would imagine this has probably this the has most the blood on it. This has the biggest body count. Probably, yeah. Computers. Uh, it's more yeah, computers, computers of phones. Yeah, right? guess, Do you yeah. think like or multiple people die for every cell phone? Because you know what else? It's in printers. That can't be right. That would be so interesting if when you bought the phone, it said this is fifteen hundred dollars. Remember, and it cost. Two At body least bags. two lives. Hey, dude, remember I told you CoffeeZilla makes Dylan Dennis sign this contract yeah, yeah, that says yeah. I'm going to be part of the joke? Imagine every time you agree to an Apple thing, you're agreeing to, like, killing three African people, and you don't even realize that it's happening. Yeah, by signing nobody this, by signing this you are complicit in the death of... It's on page, like, 37. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Wow. Well, um, if we're going off the rails here... Did you see that uh, the Republicans uh, were uh, grilling Twitter? Okay. And one thing is like... So like Twitter now? Twitter. No, who was... She was on it. The girl that was on... Oh, so this is ages ago. It was last week. Does she but still she's work not for there. Elon? It, well, they're, st- they're still being subpoenaed and questioned on for what happened. For what happened before. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, and they're like, are you a doctor? Oh, I saw that. Yeah, and she's like, "No," and they're like, "Why?" Besides all these things, why did you suppress information about COVID? But a Harvard doctor, you suppressed. They they have all the the receipts. But someone was saying about the terms of service that you sign. Like it doesn't say. Maybe it does say we have the right to shadow ban you. But they were shadow banning, which is one of the biggest. Everyone said it was happening, but it was actually happening, and the evidence is there. Like. I don't think they broke laws in doing that, though, well, no, did they? I don't know Simon, if the terms many, of service are a law. How many times do people go in front of Congress and then go to jail? Never. They answer questions. They get grilled. They answer questions, and then they go to a mansion. But it's like... Is that usually what happens? But if if they're asking you, giving you're giving away all your data, and we're providing this, but we're actually not... It's unfair terms of service, sort of, off the bat. It could be... Mass manipulation, everyone. Imagine that. Why? But it's like well, Simon said. What are said, they providing? Like it's like it's like Simon said last night. I was free an open speech. You when you go to a casino, you know that the odds are against you, and you know that they can ask you to leave if they don't like the way you're winning. 
yeah, as long as those all in the terms of service, then this is a moot point. But if they purport to offer something for your... As long as you're not being discriminated against for like your uh, beliefs or your race, they can kick you out for any reason. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I don't that, but that's what he's saying. They shouldn't be able to do that, and they say they can. I it's mean, in their terms and services. You will defend Twitter to the end. And I'm I don't not. Know I'm not use it. I'm not. I hate Twitter. You. I told you I don't use it. It's a terrible. It's where, a terrible where they, platform. Where they smoke this fire. He likes Elon. It's just one of those things. You're not going to change his mind. You really you know? change your mind when people are with Elon. They're with <laughs> Elon, dude. We'll get to that. Like, we'll get to that in uh, another episode. Don't worry, your Nazi cups in the mail. Um, <laughs> this turned out to be a lot better episode than I thought, uh, having this discussion already. And I think the most interesting thing was when she's talking about the fight clubs. Like the ghetto fight soup kitchen in biting, the day. Biting, biting allowed. allowed. Jesus. Um, and no money. Or, or not, like, I don't know what the money is, but sort of gambling. And- to me, this is where the episode actually fell off the rails. When they started talking about fighting, because you know how Joe gets. Just tries to take over. Well, and he was trying to explain the controversy with the UFC and gambling. And I just found he became really curt with her. Like He was like, stop and listen to what I'm saying. Let me finish. Because she just kept being like, oh, so then they bet on him. And he was like, no, no, that's not it. And she was like, oh, so they bet on the other guy. And he was like, no, that's not it either. And he brought it up. Yeah. So she should be allowed as a journalist just to be curious. But Simon and I were saying too, it's interesting that Joe is like, man, I had like an 85% win rate betting on the UFC early, but then I just felt like kind of bad about it. So we stopped me and my buddy, Chris, he's actually named Aubrey. That story doesn't, it sounds like it doesn't check out just admission of maybe doing something that I should have done, but in 80, listen, we were, we just, we were young. I'll say this. If you are an insider, you should have an 84% win rate. So I I don't really know if I have a problem with it. He's taking money from the book, right? Like yeah, I have, he's not taking money have, from the UFC. He's not taking money from the UFC or you, a taxpayer. He's The only person Joe is hurting in this is the book, and I have no problem with that. Our job as the public is to bleed these cocksuckers dry, and we fail year in and year out. Because the odds are stacked against us. But I, my point still remains, like, it's interesting hearing Joe be like, yeah, we had an 84. No one with an 84% win rate stops. Well, and if you're like a guy who works for ESPN, let's say. Yeah. A sports analyst. Yeah. For like football or something. Yeah. Are you not allowed to bet on sports? No, you'd be the best better. And not only that, you give advice on betting on sport. You, you know what I mean? See, those guys have the biggest unfair advantage, though, because like. Think about a day like the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Shannon Sharp could call Jalen Hurts yesterday. Jalen, how you feeling? Yeah. How that leg? Your leg good? Ankle good? Your shoulder feeling? Oh, shoulder knife. Okay, okay. What? You got laid last night? Ooh, titty bar. How late with you at the titty bar? Oh, till 3 a.m. Okay. All right. Patrick Mahomes is a good old homeboy. I'm by. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. So I'm sure that happens then, right? Like, isn't that. Listen, if I had those ins, I would take them. My point still remains. Are those guys allowed to bet? Um, so when you sign up for any, any, uh, gambling website, you, you say that you don't have connection with like, you're not affiliated. I can't remember what all the affiliations are, but it's a good mm. question. It's probably a real gray area. You don't that. know. Cause you didn't read the contract you signed, but that's okay. None of us. Hold did. on. I also know <laughs> that I clearly don't have any affiliations like that. So yeah. I just hit, yeah, I'm yeah. good. Yeah. Gotcha. I will say though, bet three, six, five. I don't trust these cocksuckers one bit. Three cash outs I've had. 
where they've I've been like, where's my money? And they're like, oh, we sent it. We emailed it. Did you not get it? I'm like, no, I did not. And they're like, oh, did you check your spam folder? I'm like, listen, you cocksuckers. And then they're like, okay, well, it'll take seven days, and then it'll go back in your gambling account. And then if you want to pull it out again, you can feel free. But they're like, why don't you gamble? You know what I mean? Like, it's that to me is shady business, shady fucking business. You sound, like, like, a, you sound cas- like an abused spouse. That's like in casino where they stop uh, pulling money out. Why do you where stop? he pays the guy to hijack the dude's plane, so he has to stick around and exactly. he loses all the money yeah. back. The whale. That's what I'm saying. You're that whale. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Is that in uh, Get Shorty? No, that's a big no, old. casino. Casino. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, like like you Simon, know, I started that sentence with you know in the movie casino. Well, no, I'm I'm trying to sorry. Like Simon, this is my Good, thing. I'm just joking. Come this on, is my thing. I used to use Bodog, which was like a it's not regulated, and they have this they have a shitty policy where you can only cash out once every seven days, which mm-hmm. is in and of itself pretty gross. But they at least say it up front. These guys are regulated by the AGCO. The AGCO should be on these fucking cunts. Like, if you're going to... F- Is everything all right? Oh, okay. Just checking. Are you okay, Kamar? Go keep no, going. I'm sorry about your woes with uh, your gambling site, which you're going to continue with. Um, Why? I use like eight of them. Oh, okay. And I'm sure they all have weird shit like that. We talk, fighting concussions, Shab, and then she she um, fight. Whoa, hold on, fighting concussions. All the all the Shab. crazy fighting, like the irresponsible. Uh, Joe was talking about more head injuries, and then they talked about uh, Brendan. I I don't think he said his name for this purpose, but mm-hmm. everyone knew. And he he also talked about uh, Meldrick, the boxer, and he turned into Pootie Tang. Like they just show the one clip yeah. of him talking normal, and his name is him. And that should have been the backstory of Pootie Tang. Great movie. Go and watch it if you haven't. Um, Louis C.K. wrote it. And Louis C.K. wrote it. The rake is illegal. The rake. Like raking somebody's eyes? No. Matt can have a poker night here every night, all night. Oh, but as soon as you take a rake. Once you charge a rake, you have broken the law. Yeah. So it's such a weird. You just sell $20 beers? I, I don't know. No, that's also illegal. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Damn, they you figured don't me have out. A license they're, to always, sell they're always two steps ahead. <laughs> uh, which, but Kamar, like, think about it. Like, the, you pay people pay you like a house fee or whatever. That's, I'm know? pretty sure that's it's illegal. also illegal. That's, that's but, what's illegal. Well, actually, I don't know. A house fee is different because it's if it's a one-time flat rate, you could argue like it's like a membership or an entry. No, it's a deposit for damages, possibly incurred. And this, you roughed up the carpet. We'll just have to vacuum that. 50 bucks. Because, like, I wonder, like, could you throw a tournament where there, there's no rake, but, like, there's a... $1,000 in the pot, but only $900 awarded? The simplest way. Well, you do, like, 1000 plus 50, right? And the 50 is to pay for the dealers or something? I don't know. That's a good question. Because I know the rake is illegal. The I know The rake that's... is illegal. Have you seen Molly's Game? That was my next note, Matt. Which... No, no, that's not the movie. Oh, game. it's not. Okay, my I bad. not talk about it. But I'm just saying, I was about to say, did you see Molly's Game? Because that's based on a true story of Hollywood elites. You Molly's Game was great. You, you know, told me, yeah. I did. Toby Maguire. And Leo. And Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander? I don't yeah. know. It wasn't Jason Alexander. Yeah. So it was an amalgam. The, the asshole was like an amalgam of Leo, Toby, and Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander from Seinfeld didn't hang out with uh Dude, he played tons of poker. Are you don't don't do this. IMDB? Okay. Oh no, it's not gonna be there. I'm going take to take more research. Take he, more research. He might have done poker. I don't know. That guy was he wasn't part of that 
it was another like young dude. There was tons of famous people there. I'm yes. telling you though, but the three you need go- interview yeah. of I'm the gonna person f- saying, gonna yeah, I played you. in Molly's game or yeah, that thing that was based on me. I played those. Either um, way. Do you guys remember Kevin Chudo? No. So uh, we were raised on infomercials mm-hmm. because I don't know, say till I was 12 or 11, TV ended at midnight. Yeah. They played go the, to the they bars. They played Anthem and the bars. Yeah. For just six hours. Or <laughs> yeah, the complete static, yeah. snow. And then at six in the morning, they'd fire back up yeah. and entertainment what a weird, what a weird and joy bar, huh? was there. And and then that time got filled up with infomercials. <laughs> Things that seemed like shows that were a half hour, but the whole thing was just a yeah, selling your of a, a, a talk show. But, yeah. but just and then I don't even know what the first maybe cable was on. It's crazy though, Kamar, now that you mentioned it, like think about the fact that no one at a cable network was ever like why don't we just play six hours of something we played earlier and run ads? Well, I guess CNN invented that. That's Actually, you know what it probably it. was? It was probably ads. They were probably they probably went to advertising companies and said, listen, we want to run, we're going to run the same shows we ran during the day at night. And they were probably like, no one's up past nine watching television. It would have been somehow cable first. Okay. Cable, like NBC, CB. I think I only had like eight channels. Till I was like 10 or 12. Dude, I remember the day I got home from school and there was 30 channels. I was like, what the fuck Well, no, is there, was, there was people I knew had those converters. And that was like, you know, we, people get see, be sick of you hanging around there because it's cable. But well, like I said, my dad had the black box growing up. So every second weekend I had like every pay-per-view movie on loop. Now that you can just program your programming of what you watch and what you see 24 hours a day, every single song. Uh, we'll get into it in the next one. The Darien Gap, that was a weird thing he they talked shakes about. His head. It's Leo, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Affleck. and uh, Tobey Maguire. Those were the guys. No, that, Jason Alexander. No, Jason Alexander. That sometimes they mention Pete Sampras and A-Rod, but not, uh, <laughs> okay. not Jason Alexander. Fine. So, fine. Whatever, Simon. Um, fine. Casinos have no windows. That's always interesting. Like, well, they don't want you to know what time it is. <laughs> or, or just hope. To. And how many times have you been in gambling and come out and it being a different, like... Oh, so many. You know, it's either day or night, and you're like, oh, fuck. It's the worst. Then she mentioned the Darien Gap in the same uh, breath, organ trafficking. What's the Darien Gap? I'm it was, sorry. It's some area around Panama and... Uh, Whatever surrounding countries where it's just sort of lawless. Mm. No one's really looking out for what's going on there. Okay. And they were ha- harvesting organs from there. If you had the money and you were dying, and would you say, get me this organ? I don't want to know where it came from or lie to me or something. Uh, I think I'd just go. If you, you had to know. If someone lied to you and unspinnose, you said, hey, you got it. I mean, I guess it's a weird flex. I'm sitting here. I just said two minutes ago. At least two people have died for each one of my iPhones. 
This mm-hmm. is my honor. You kind of owe it to this yourself. Is, <laughs> to, well, no, I'm, well, no but yeah, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, hold on. So I've had like 10 iPhones. So I've, I'm personally, I've personally yeah. probably been like, You've murdered like 20 Africans are on my head. Minimum. Yeah. So minimum. What's, what's a person from China's kidney? I guess. Yeah. Fuck it. If I'm being honest. There it is. We're, we're just trying to get by. And depends how old you are, though. I think that matters too. Well, right? there was the other side where people are selling organs willfully. Yeah, and that's that's is that fair trade? Yeah, organ hundred percent. Listen, um, if I have a hundred grand and someone's like, "You need a kidney," I've got a kidney. Organic fair trade organ organic. Harvesting. That'd be great. You find some hippie who's like lived the cleanest life. If you need so some that's money. one thing with a kidney. You know what I mean? Like you can't got, see it. Yeah. You have to. What about if it was like an eye? Like you need an eye. Would you be willing to pay somebody and take their eye, and then they don't have an eye? You know? No. That seems you can get odd. by with one eye. I think you can sell half a liver too. I think it grows mm, back and regenerates. Oh, that's wild! So you could sell it like every ten years, maybe. Don't, don't, don't cut <laughs> one out of your body and then look up how to sell a liver. Quoting Kamar, yeah, this is not medical advice. Lastly, she ended up with saying this is the most decisive time in history, which makes you sound like she's a liberal. Is it? I don't. I don't think it is. I don't feel like in the streets, except for that spit fight. Everyone seems to be getting long and happy. And uh, who's to say of how what d- of what you can tell from your ivory perch in Ottawa? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? No, you don't have point- like your thumb on what the fuck's going on in the world. Hold on, his point. I'll just give him the benefit of the doubt. I agree that when I go out into the world, by and large, people. I've noticed. I'll say this, Kamar. I've noticed in the last 10 years, it seems like we are losing some common courtesies. Like, people are more selfish. But, by and large, it seems like when I go out in the world, people are pretty somewhat courteous. I get what he's saying. And that when you go online, that's where it seems very decisive. But that could just be fucking Russian like, troll I wonder, farms. I forget the last time I went to a bar. I don't remember the last time I went to a bar. Like a club or something like that place young people would go to maybe i'm tainted because um i watch like public freakouts on reddit and it just seems to happen all the time you know okay like every day there's a hundred new public freakouts so yes shit's happening no but that was always happening you just you didn't know about it yeah with kamar and <laughs> it's it's just as divisive as it's ever been oh be my i see gotcha um, yeah, so I I did not like it because actually Joe was just, and then... Two minutes ago, you said you liked it after the conversation we had. You uh, said we changed I'm, your I'm mind. I'm summing oh, it all up. I, I did see, not sorry. like it. Now I like it. It's changed how I thought about the whole thing. It was ruined by Joe, the greatest interviewer of all nine. Can we, you, what, what else? What, what else you got? Like, just pulling it for everything she had. It was, the greatest interviewer of all nine. All nine all who? All time. Oh, time, time. See how disappointed he was. All time. I give um, it. I give it a three and a half. <laughs> wow, he really came around on that one. You really came. Good for you, Kamar. Good for you, Simon. You admit though that you hated her right away because she worked for Al Gore. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was like. I admit it. He admits it. We have an admittal. An admittance. Uh, I give it uh, a three. I give it a three point five. All right. Well, he, that's gave, it. he gave it what? A 3.5. See. You All brought right. it up, man. You raised me. We're going to pay a bill. We're going to take a break. 
We'll be right back. We're back. And thank you to no one. <laughs> there was no ads. We just took a break. Come on, name and a number. 1937, Punky Johnson. Uh, 10 years at the comedy store. The The weirdest thing about this one, I mean, they talked about lots of cool shit, but they never talked about how she got on SNL. Or why she's called Punky. Actually, Were yeah, her parents I, like huge Punky Brewster fans? I didn't even think about that. Where'd Punky come from? In a, in a loving, uh, wanting to no way. Yeah. Um, Same I, with how she got on Saturday Night Live. We don't know. Well, we the one thing we do know is she did not make fun of Asian people. Yeah. Because of Bo and Yang. No, because she made it onto SNL. Oh, they were making digging. What did he say? Shane Gillis. Because Shane of what? Gillis, yes. Boeing gang. That's what I heard. Boeing. Yeah, she, Boeing I think gang. she was the same class as he was supposed to be. Bowen gang? Bowen Yang. I don't know. All I'm saying is. What is he saying? I don't know. Bowen Yang is an Asian, gay Asian. Oh, okay. Role, a cast member of SNL. Bowen Yang. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. I'm You're welcome. All I was trying I'm, to figure out, man. I'm glad I could clarify. I was wrong, but I, that's why I thought it was talking about. You're welcome. But usually there's a story. Yes, right. Thank you. Usually there's a story about going on a stage, four people in the crowd. I did two characters. I, I, no slight to her. I met Lauren in a bar. Whatever. Pegged him in the bathroom. Whoa. Simon doesn't want to be on SNL. No, Simon does not. <laughs> Let me do an Asian accent for you. <laughs> if you play one, I'll be able to nail it. Gotcha. I wish I said cement. You could start. You just got to consciously be like. You have to. Though. Yeah. Is that wet cement over there? You just got to really concentrate. The way she said cement was the best ever. Um. Comedy Club Solidarity. Hold on. Also, how do you fall neck deep into cement? I've never seen. I've never in my life. It wasn't set. When have you seen six feet deep of cement? Yeah, I, like. You haven't it's not, because. It's not quicksand. You haven't because there's signs around it. I was worried. No, story. no, no, no. Kamar, I'm saying they're laying a sidewalk, okay? It's not six feet deep. Why would it ever be six feet deep of cement? Cement? Cement. cement I'm yes. sorry. Why? Why? That's what I, I'm I think saying. her story is bullshit. Well, I know black people can't swim, but you think she just fell in the water? No, I'm saying is it does it that shallow of cement? No, that it she sounds was like, like her mom wanted to sue the city. Oh, oh! And they made up this whole "I fell into quicksand" story. Mm-hmm. Well, it all worked out for her because yeah, she decided she was good. going to be all good something and moved to Hollywood, and this helped her uh, get on her feet. She, it, no yeah. pun intended. Seaman. <laughs> As I said, she worked at the comedy store for 10 years. So this is not some sort of overnight success thing. Yeah, I guess she didn't make a, a billion dollars from this lawsuit. She made it enough to, to get her started. And uh, awesome. In Seaman. That, that, that is all I cared about. Uh, the comedy club solidarity, like. Maybe. Um, sorry, just one sec. Come on. Maybe like a. Um, Foundation of some sort? Rebar. Well, that's why I thought she injured herself because if you fell into a. Maybe much they were burying a body, Matt. 
and she happened, her body <laughs> no like a, a dead body okay and so she they, happened onto a mob just by accident just purely pure, by okay. accident you know or or as the americans would say on, on accident. accident yeah on accident she was just waiting online for some fucking Jordans and fell yeah, in the cement. Fell in some cement. Yeah. Um, Poor girl. Like, I'm not buying it. I'm calling BS. Sounds a bit suspect. As far as uh, restaurants and stuff go, the comedy club like staff is the most combative and just like we'll just leave yeah. like versus any other yeah. other restaurant i want to speak to the manager you don't want to speak to the manager <laughs> i am the manager get the fuck they out. turn around hello yeah these are not the droids you're there's there's for. a weird because of the energy and what what goes on there's a weird sort of i think when somebody gets shot in your uh establishment all rules change you know what i mean yeah well yeah all of a sudden the customer is no longer always right mm-hmm. but no one got shot in our yeah, but they know that someone has been shot in, in a the comedy, comedy store, in the comedy yeah. world. No, what? in the comedy store, I believe. No, he's uh, talking about those establishments he works at. No one's been shot. Oh, there. you're just wondering why they're such assholes. I got yeah. arrested in it. That's my claim to fame. That is amazing. It's close. Yeah. Do they have a plaque up for you or something? <laughs> no, On this spot, they, should, they, should. they should. There's his mug shot. Well, there's the video of it. It's in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, then they talked about the comedy store history. She's sort of like a Charlie Murphy. Just yeah, an instant she, success. She probably, no, but she probably has a little bit more stand up under her belt than oh, he so did. You must hate her. No, no, I, no. I, I'm just saying. I'm a, a minority said, who didn't serve her dues. She was a she was a comedian, like doing it. Got SNL, and now she's a headliner theater. Like she never opened for people. Like she skipped steps, but God bless her, and she's figuring out. Just like Charlie Murphy, she worked at the comedy store for ten years. She didn't skip steps. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry, Kamar. I didn't realize that by being a waitress, you accumulated comedy hours. Well, I think everyone who works in the comic club is a comedian. And that's fair to say. Just 75%. even if you're not. Stage time. Just like any waitress at a strip club is a, is a stripper. Well, all the doormen are. All sure. the doormen are. Are strippers? No, are, are comedians. comedians. Oh. But that's a more, yes, all the, the doormen opposite are. opposite yeah. at a strip club. Yeah. <laughs> Not any of the doormen are dancers. Um, the, the thing that no, happens. Probably not. The thing that happens on stage, uh, the magic they were talking about is the balance of confidence and humility. Confidence and humility. Just, it's, it's, it's like a, uh, a level you think. Like, if those are up perfect, everything is great. And I don't know, you can, you can learn that. That is interesting, Kamara, because if you're too confident, then the audience sees it and you're just an asshole. But if you're too, like, meek, yep. then the audience sees it and it's, they eat you alive. It's just uh, like, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a wave of confidence, humility that you can ride. And I've seen it, like, a, being acting both ways or just... Yeah, I feel like you um, go to both, like, absolute polarities yeah yeah where some people might just find that middle ground you find the middle ground if you you do it four days in a row like it's no i see i see it's a um repetition thing yeah her success outgrew her level of comedy but she's ready to do it um hollywood warps people they talked about that like i've never been out there but you can assume what it is everyone the um good to meet you i thought it was uh, i love your work 
And then, that's the Leo. I'm aware of your work. I'm aware of your work. That's what it was. Thank yeah. you. I'm aware of your work. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Were we aware that Prince changed his name to a to symbol? Get out of the the to, at first I thought it was just a diva thing. No, it was I'm to sure get out of my of the memory. contract, right? Yeah, yeah. And so it, I honestly thought he just went like, okay. Well, <laughs> did that work though? Because why wouldn't everybody just do that? Uh, rebrands are probably just as expensive as playing out the contract in a lot of cases. I mean, most people have a nickname anyways, so just go to that, you know? I mean, I agree like, with you. Like, at, if you're Taylor uh, Swift, you can easily just tomorrow be like, I'm Swifty. I'm Swift Taylor. I'm Swifty. Yeah, sure, Swifty. Yeah, whatever. Or even better, like, they call her, like, Tay Swy or whatever. I don't know what they call it. You know what I mean? I don't know I if mean, that's but... as catchy, but I'm with you, yeah. <laughs> Tay Swy doesn't quite... Take uh, Kanye. Yeah. He could call himself Yeezy. He can call Yay. himself K. Look at Puff Daddy. Yay. He invented it. I wonder if he did that to get out of a contract. Dude, you remember that? Before thre- he needed the contract. Do you remember that thread of Puff Daddy trying to buy all the Twitter handles? For his no. name? Yeah, where he's going back and forth with people on Twitter being like, yo, can I buy your Twitter handle? Like this one guy, he's like, it, his name is Sean Combs. And the guy's like, he's like, yo, can I buy your Twitter handle? And he's like, no. And he's like, why not? My name is Sean Combs. And he's like, well, my name is Sean, and I have a comb business, and I do very well. And, and Diddy's like, well, how well can you do selling combs? He's like, very well. And he's like, well, let me buy it. How much? He's like, it's not going to happen, brother. Like, And it's all these. This like, is a skit? No, it's on. I, I don't know. I never figured out. I, I never cared whether it was real or not. I'll, I'll pull it up for you after. It's fucking hilarious to read through. Who wins? Not Puff Daddy. <laughs> well, it's like Joe Rogan bought his name yeah. back. Yeah. Well, he bought the the IP address, whatever. The, yeah, not Sorry. the IP, the domain. Domain name, and he could have just been Rojogan. Yeah, he could have. Yeah. Um, lots of defense of Kanye. Uh, did you hear that Adidas is about to lose a billion dollars? No, really. Yeah, I think because they're stuck with a bunch of stock, they don't. No, they sell. Can, they won't sell. Yeah, exactly. They had so many yays, Yeezys on the. Uh, Lockdown. He really uh, dropped the bomb on everyone. Yeah. In that situation. I saw this whole thing. I was like reading through Reddit and somebody that was like, yeah, they, they looked at the Latin definition of Balenciaga and it means ball is God. And I'm like, oh my God, that's crazy. So I go look it up. It's like, that's not what it means at all. (laughs) (laughs) The guy's name is, uh, Balenciaga. It's, a. Collins or something. Anyways, sorry. So but I, I, if I had not, if I had not checked, yeah, I would have told just gone you guys on. that yeah. as a fact. Yeah, and I would have taken it. I know. And why? It to why would you pass it down the line? Yeah. Else. Um, we never did figure out how much the Earth is worth. The Earth Kanye wanted to buy worth. the Earth, or, or wanted oh, to put a price see. on the Earth, and it's a lot. What's well, the stupidest well, question? It's just ever. not even for sale. Like, who is he going to buy the earth from? Well, everyone. Like, who some, does he buy the ocean from? Comes who does like, he... Yeah, but that's the point is you can't ever amass enough wealth to buy everything. You need to amass all the wealth that and then you already the have wealth. it. Yeah that's, yeah. that's why it's a fucking all it's the a paradox. On the world is it. Like, that yes. Is, well, no. What do you mean? Well, no. Yes. <laughs> what if someone just wants to buy the mantle? Here we yeah, go. you just want the core. <laughs> the core. You get everything else, but I want the core. <laughs> like, we make a deal here. We should claim the core. 
this podcast, our company, we should claim you the core. have to get there. That's the problem to be able to plant your flag. If you could Nothing do that, you that could either. claim the core. We can just claim it. We like know. whoever can drill down the farthest gets. You, you can't. That's how it works. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um, she thinks Elon's really cool. I don't know if that hurt your feelings, but he's a real person. We're still on this woman? Punky? Oh, Punky. Punky. Oh, God damn. Yes, I thought we were talking about Marianne Van Sweller. Um, yeah, well, listen. I, like, She like, seems like a real person who knows real people. I can't hold... I only have my own opinions. I can't hold people's hands through fucking life, you know? If you do you think if you had to talk to Elon for a half an hour somehow, yeah, stuck in a weird crossover airport, you'd like I'd fanboy out for <laughs> hour, for sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Thank you. I wasn't sure. For sure. Okay, okay. Yeah, no doubt about it. I'm not the type of guy who just goes up to somebody in an airport and starts laying into them. You <laughs> yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. that's just not me. I wish it was. Just, just wanted to get that on the record. Yeah. Um, he did not. He seems like he'd be a, the type of guy who would buy Teslas for every, all the cast members, but he did not. So that bodes well. Yeah. <laughs> She was actually hoping. I, 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 I agree with exactly what Joe said. If he had Teslas, he would have given them all Teslas. There aren't Teslas because it's a fucking shell game, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's selling monorails that don't yeah. exist. No, it's the like, chips. it's so hilarious. That's the perfect example. He owns a company where he can't even give shit away for free because it doesn't exist. You know what, Simon? I bet at Christmas he just hands out uh, like coupons. Like, it's good for a Cybertruck. Yeah, he's totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. greatest thing he's pulled off. He sends everybody a, a little thing that says, in honor of a, a gift, we're actually sending a car to space. Yeah. There should be trucks in your just, honor. Yeah, yeah, you can just never. There should be trucks by now. That, that yes. clock is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the alarm is. A, Dude, a it's so funny. There should be trucks by now. There are still people who haven't gotten the Tesla they ordered the like three years yeah. ago. Fuck. Is that right? Yes, that is right. Uh, I don't know that to be true. Have you guys seen Fargo? Yeah. They talked about Fargo. It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again. For Matt and Simon, two racks of brains to guess the budget in the box office. We all know they won't guess the year. And the Patreons are the real winners here at the J-R-E-E. It's the movie game where Matt and Simon go head to head to figure out what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made it to the box office this week. We're doing Fargo. It was filmed in. Oh, sorry, I can't say that. You can't tell us where it was filmed? When? When? I was going to say it was filmed in. We know where it was filmed, though. It must have been filmed in. uh, Directed by Joel Cohen, written by Joel and Ethan Cohen. So it's a Cohen Brothers movie starring Francis McDermott. William H. Macy, Steve Buscemi, Harv Presnell, Peter Stormare. Do not remember who he was. Peter yeah. Stormare is the Swedish guy. Oh, no, the other Yeah, the man. other with oh, Steve Buscemi. Okay. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, Peter yeah. Stormare. Exactly. He's like that guy. Yeah, he's Anyone a character actor. He's yeah, the yeah. nihilist in The Big Lebowski, isn't yes. he? Yeah. He's in everything, but he's just, you never go, oh, that's uh, whoever, pick a star in Hurt Here. And this was, um, yeah, this was back when we were younger. 
failed in the United States during the end of 1995. Fargo premiered. Back when we were younger. Thank you, Kamar. Um, okay, I think I'm ready with a year. I, too, am ready with a year. Okay, go. I have 1996. And I said 1992. <laughs> it's 1996 because I just said when it was filmed. Oh, did you? I didn't even hear you. Wow. I felt so woeful just now. Unbelievable. The good news is no one pays attention. Pay back the tape. That's hilarious. I had an awkward, awkward silence because I realized what I had done. (laughs) But Matt's in the game. Good work. You know, you guys both got the shot of uh, testosterone, so it's a fair fight. I don't know what that means, but go on. Won the festival's, uh, the Cannes Film Festival. Best Director Award. It was a great movie where nothing really happened. Simon, are you ready? Um, best actress for McDormand and best there. original screenplay for the Coens. In okay, 2006, the film was uh, selected for preservation in the United States National Film Registry. I'll let you go first. Simon. I said it cost $31 million to make and it grossed $96 million. I said it cost seven million to make, and it made sixty point one. We have a winner. Budget seven million. Shut the fuck up. Box office sixty point six million. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my wow. god! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I almost feel like he's done this before. <laughs> Is that what you're supposed to be for? What are you showing? We've done Fargo. Fargo. There you go. We've done Fargo. Oh, my God. Kamara, you're so pathetic. (laughs) (laughs) But do you have a photographic memory? No, I looked back. I knew I was certain. I was like, Fargo, there's no way we haven't done it before. It's impossible. I have 15 pages here, Kamar. We've literally done. How many movie games do you think we've done? I have almost all of them written down here. So I just went back and I said, oh, there it is. Probably. I'm going to guess we probably did it like... Uh, oh, you a, cheated. You cheated? Yeah, I just said that, yeah. Oh, I thought My he God. I thought he like cheated but didn't cheat. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, no, yes. I fully cheated. No. Oh, God. Oh, well, okay. I just clapped for you. Yeah. yeah. That, wow. In my defense... Good work, Matt. In my defense, when we first did Fargo, I was two years off. And I was, I said it cost 12.5, but I said it made 127. So, and this time when you looked, you were spot on. Yeah, this time I was bang on. Yeah, (laughs) it's uncanny, man. My point was simple you should be on top of this, not me. Yeah, no, I had a sinking feeling. Well, I, I, okay, exactly. (laughs) As I said, he was exposing me, he wasn't cheating. So, what now? Uh, We played the movie game. Well, have you seen Above the Law? We didn't play the movie game. Don't feel good about that. So, you want to do Above the Law? Have you seen Above the Law with Steven Seagal? Okay, uh, we'll do Above the Law. A billion years ago, yeah. That's all yeah. the criteria we need. I'm not playing the song again. Unbelievable. It's the uh, e, e, movie game. I mean, this movie couldn't have cost. This is just amazing. $146,000. I was hoping how much, be- how much are four black leather jackets? I feel... <laughs> I feel like Steven Seagal had to pay to have this movie made. Does that count somehow? Starring Steven, Steven Seagal, Pram Greer, Sharon Stone, Daniel Ferretto, and Henry Silva. That's what it's all about. 
Okay, I'm ready. I have a year. Oh, shit. I forgot a year. God damn it. I was too busy saying how crappy it was. Um, okay, this is I'm where ready. It all comes down. Okay, I said, it, I said it came out in 1989. I also said 1989. 1988. Uh, uh, Give yourself half a point, boys. Jesus Christ. Okay. Nice work, Simon. I'm already, Matt. Yeah, so am I. I okay. said it cost $4 million to make, and it made sixteen. Well, I said it cost two point eight million to make all paid for by Steven Seagal and ten million. Matt's closer with seven point five million to make and eighteen point seven million at the box office. That's a win for me. Yeah, I like that. I feel like he it's almost a win for still Simon won. too. It is. It's a win for everybody. I feel yeah, like uh Kamar lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like those numbers are greatly inflated because Steven Seagal bought out feeders and like <laughs> No one loves Steven Seagal more than Steven Seagal. And then they had some car talk, and they talked about a person cooking lobster in their van. And the, I couldn't imagine that. The way seafood smells. <laughs> like, I love doing it, but it's a special kind of... Yeah, you really got to be deprived to be cooking seafood in your van. <laughs> no, but it was supposed to be fancy. <laughs> oh, she was talking it up like it was the best thing in the world. Like, how is not? How's everyone not doing this? Huh? I, Sorry. Dude, I have a great story, actually. I remember one time our neighbor came over and she was like, hey, our microwave's broken. Do you mind if I just quickly microwave something? And dude, she microwaved some fish. And for the remainder of the evening, yes. the house smelt terrible. It's like for the remainder of our lives, the house no, smelt No, and terrible. I swear to this day, I said to my mom that night, I was like, her, her <laughs> microwave is fully functional. She knew what the fuck she was doing. I once tried to cook crab legs. At like two in the morning. In the microwave? No, on two the stove. In, two nice. in the morning. And fell asleep. Oh, for sure. Oh, I woke good. up to smoke everywhere and just like fossils of crab <laughs> arms just charred. And the, the place smelled forever. I don't think it ever went away. It was really bad. I feel like I, I remember that. I, you would remember yeah. that because you were around. I um, fell asleep with many Delicio pizzas in the oven. The good news and is. And it comes out black? They just become like a charcoal brick. Yeah. Un- inedible. Oh, they're totally they're, in- they're, they're totally to non-flammable. Could, could you microwave it with some water? <laughs> Bring it back to life. <laughs> the rejuvenation. Um, it's like uh, a desert plant. They, they it's about- like it becomes pizza jerky, <laughs> so you can take it on the road with yes. you. Um, they talked about guns, and cars, and Dirty Harry. And Dirty Harry is why the police has gotten to. You think that would have been the movie game where they have to ask why you guys have seen it? We're not. <laughs> you guys haven't seen Dirty Harry. Are you kidding me? I kidding. have. Matt hasn't. I'm certain I've seen Dirty Harry. I don't remember it, but I'm certain. I don't think you are. I mean, you know about it because it was such. No, I'm a, saying like my dad. I'm. I don't I, think I saw Dirty Harry. I saw Deadpool. That's when I got like they saw Deadpool. Okay, those movies have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> Deadpool's Dirty Harry. It's the last one with oh, Jim Carrey. Yeah, I see, I see, the, I see what you're saying. Jim, not not Deadpool, the comic. It book. was like a thing where Dirty Harry was scary to me. Like fr- Friday the 13th, the first one was scary to me. Like go over to a kid's house, like I don't know if I want to do, I don't want to see that movie. Like it's like that young. And so Dirty Harry was this cop that killed people. But it got cool when uh, Guns N' Roses did the uh, Welcome to the Jungle was a song for Deadpool. Okay. So this movie, cool band, must be cool. So that's when I got into Dirty Harry. 
So I'd be surprised if you guys saw the first Dirty Harry. Like Charles Bronson, we know nothing about, but he was the. These are all in the vein of even I've Steven seen Charles Bronson movies, though. We I used to watch all these videos up at the cottage, That's like fair. when we didn't have television and you just had to rent shit, and the movie stores had nothing, you know. But I don't, I don't even think of him as like that guy because I was too young and he was too old mm-hmm. a man and scary. I'd I, Apparently, he was a man at one time. And Steve McQueen, we don't nothing about him. No, we're, that's we're way too. too, too yeah. uh, that's too. You just old. know they are who they were. I can't. Yeah, you know, go on. Watching shows over again. I feel like you do that. Depends on the show. Well, I, then you uh, do do that's it. I do. I've do watched it. many shows over again. I think I used to do that more, and yeah. because I'm because I was accustomed to it. <clears throat> but now, with everything at your fingertips, it's. We didn't have access either. Like, I had a certain amount of videotapes if I didn't have cable at the time. Sorry, sorry. Know? Punky Johnson's talking about today. She watches shows over and over again. Oh, no, I don't. That, that no. is out of Never. your... That's out of... Out of it's out funny of, you mention that because, out like... Out of pocket? Like, that's so, out of pocket. <laughs> Sopranos, I used to never need a refresher at the beginning of the season. Like, I just knew because I'd gone <laughs> back and watched it, like, three times. Every time a new season of anything started... Like, dude... Ozark was a perfect example. When the new season would start, I would be like, I don't remember jack shit. Yes. Like, I'd be like, oh my God, that yeah. really, that happened last season? I think okay. now they do a uh, quick sort of recap. Well, they always did, but it my point is. on the show. HBO shows don't do that. Yeah, they do. Just pick up. Beginning of the season, they usually do a, yeah. Ooh. HBO like invented that. I feel like HBO doesn't do that, but other channels do that. Anyways, I for sure just like one one season. Um, she said she wanted to Wing Chung the to be a better art. boxer, and I felt Joe was sort of like you you don't want to do that. But then I was listening to the Jamal Hill by Happenstance, and he was talking about how Tony Ferguson and guys use Wing Chung. So there's two mixed messages there. I was thinking. Well, I think if you're adding it to an arsenal, that's one thing. But if you're learning like the most practical martial art it probably is which is which is, which is boxing is it is wing chung the combination of all of them is that the one that uh Bruce it's the one Lee with the invented? wooden dummy where you like you know it's all about the i thought that was sort of like bruce lee sort of i thought bruce lee invented a martial art okay i'm talking where he was now. like trying to join all the best it was like mma before mma it was just a technology thing but those old kung fu movies were the best with the it's the golden cowboy. Yeah, it's a and, terrible. And the dub. lips move after. It was almost like, um, but the sound effects a style because the sound effects became like the sound of like Wu Tang. My favorite ones, like the sword, like <laughs> were the American versions of those movies, like American Ninja and. Um, did you ever see those ones? When ni- like Chuck Norris movies. Yes, it was or, just yeah. about a ninja causing trouble yeah. or avenging a, yeah. a, a sensei. Come on, it was just about a ninja causing trouble. And uh, what other ones? Were ninja there? movies definitely fell off. Ninja movies were some of the coolest movies because people died, but uh, they weren't too scary. Everybody was wearing a mask, so you didn't care whether they got killed because you never had to see anybody's face. And I feel like Jackie Chan just tore the whole thing off. Jackie Chan was incredible when he when he first hit the scene. Was it Gangs in New York or Gangs of Brooklyn or something? No, it was, uh, it was something set in New York, but it was filmed in Vancouver with mountains in every shot. But the stunts and everything he did was just what the fuck was it called? Something in the it. Bronx. 
He was Rumble in the Bronx. Rumble in the Bronx. He was so good in um, everything he ever did. Those ones with Chris Tucker. Those movies were great. Like Chris Tucker, Rush Hour. Yeah, those were great. Jackie Chan. But I don't think we understand how big Jackie Chan is. It's crazy if you go back and watch the shitty film, like in China. Those stunts were way crazier. Way crazier. Way less regulation and zero regulation. (laughs) There's one in a mall where he jumps like it's like a seven story mall. And he jumps to this pole that's covered in lights and slides down it. And, dude, they show him after, like, when he hits the ground. I don't think he did shit for the next month. Like, he looked fucked up. How do you guys feel about parkour? Parkour is a lot like other sports where if someone's really good at it, it can be interesting to watch. And if, But if you're anything other than really good at it, it's the cheesiest, stupidest-looking <laughs> fucking thing on earth. And always, uh, like, after the last move, there's a... Spin somersault. Yeah. Not necessary to do. Sometimes it's like to like slow you down or whatever. You know? <laughs> oh, to, oh, no, the expert, oh, if I didn't do this, if I didn't do this double gainer, I, I would just fucking topple forward. Yeah. You like, you don't want to slam on the brakes. It's just showing quick. off. I think you it's don't, just showing you off. You guys don't get it. But I mean, if you were a parkour, <laughs> you're part of the crew. He's a parkour in the house. If you were a courier. I get that. Um, I like it, Kamar. I'm with Matt, the the good guys. But I don't like any of this like high wire parkour, you know, on top of the buildings. Oh, you I'm don't like Joe. like Oleg Cricket drives and, me fucking and Ru- nuts. Raskolov and those boys, those yeah, motherfuckers up there on yeah, like unicycles and shit. They're Just always Russian across uh, yeah. laneways or what? Yeah, Let's always see. Russian. They um, just don't give a fuck. It's just. Ugh. Like, dude, when they climb that uh, the tower in China, like to the top of the crane, I don't like that at all. The fucking oh, dude, the shot where they're standing at the top, just like pretty lackadaisical, is so like I my legs would be shaking at a level where I'd be like, they have to call a helicopter to get me out of here. Because getting down is the other thing. I find climbing up stuff is not the absolute worst. You find climbing down as worse. Climbing down is a fucking nightmare. Do they all parkour? I don't know. All crazy climbers? No, I don't think so. That's Not a good every question. parkour does crazy climbing. No, I think some people just climb. Some people are just climbers. Well, there's, a group of, there's a group of guys from the UK that have a huge YouTube channel. They're called Storer. They do like some... Like, yeah, I know. I know them. Yeah, yeah. More of their work. Yeah, I'm aware They've done some yeah. stuff with Dob Tobato. <laughs> <laughs> but some of their stuff is fun. Like, I don't like it though because they're friends. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't normally watch some parkour because they're friends and they have good banter and like some of their challenges are kind of cool. Like, yeah, it's fancy jackass. I like, guess it's yeah, polite yeah, yeah. Jackass yeah, it is. Yeah, do, no one wants anyone to get hurt. That's true. Yeah, but they're doing something where they could get hurt. Yeah, and they call it the <laughs> Rusty Bridge Challenge. Like it's. Been around for centuries, just a rite of passage. Um, I don't know what you guys are talking about. You guys didn't know the Grammys were on last week? Grammys. Oh, like, I heard it where was Will a, Smith a got slapped? No, that's the... No. Yeah, that was the Grammys. Well, this is the one interesting thing. Um, they played it. They talked about it on this, but the 50 years of hip-hop. Hold on a second. Back up. Will Smith was at the Oscars. That was at the Oscars. Oscars thank are still you. upcoming. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. And um, they pl- 50 years of hip-hop. Which is really wild to just to think about how there wasn't something and there was something and it's all based on taking stuff that was and making it new. Like, is the ultimate recycling? It, you know Steely Dan? Yeah. they People use a lot of their songs. 
Yeah, I think they talk about it in like no, the I be real we'll, one. There's no one more sampled than James Brown but in hip hop. All, all this is that right? I, if if I was gonna bet my money, like just sitting here without any knowledge, I would say it's either David Axelrod or James Brown, but most likely James Brown. I can't see anyone being sampled more than James Brown. We'll 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 put a pin in that because we'll it'll come back up big time in the be real because he talks about the same thing. Fair enough. I want to talk about the other thing, the Madonna. Why are you talking to the mic? Did you see Madonna? <laughs> uh, did I see Madonna? I she saw. Just, some, she just she looks terrible. Did I say, didn't the eyebrows. I right? didn't the, see her eyebrows. If that's what you're asking, <laughs> that's the only thing. Bring back the eyebrows. No, her face is kind of fat and weird, but it's mostly it. the eyebrows. Paint some goddamn eyebrows on. Do you know, still, do you know when I, she was I'd born? Probably marry Madonna still. Do you know when she was born? Like what year? 1968. Simon, do you have a guess? Oh. I'm sorry, what was the question? What year was Madonna born? Uh, she would have been born in uh, 60, 68. Yeah, 68 or 69. 58. Really? Yes, that's right. Wow, crazy. She is old. Imagine paying $500 to go see a near 70-year-old woman dance around on stage. I went and saw her, and it was the, one of the most amazing shows I've ever seen, so I'm going to defend her there. But it's just the How TikTok stuff. How long ago stuff. was that? 15 years ago, 16 okay. years ago. Well, I rest my case. Still, if she puts her eyebrows back on, at one point, she had a stage spinning, and on the other side, as it spun, there was all these, like, 40 bagpipes. To go into like get in the groove or something like it, it goes. Her shows are insane, so I just I just want her eyebrows back, and that's why she was so such a sex symbol for us. She was like twenty four. Like. It is James Brown, Matt, and it's so weird because when you look at like the list, yeah, it's James Brown and then a bunch of rap groups, Public Enemy. Uh, oh, that, yeah, that because they makes all sense. sample yeah, they each sample, other, yeah, okay. and then Cool in the Gang. Interesting. And then a bunch of rap. Like it's But yeah, James Brown, yeah. James Brown is the number one most I felt but like- I think about it. If if you think about the era, like all those eighties and nineties rappers probably grew up listening to James Brown or their parents listening to James Brown, right? So it only makes the most sense. Like and it's James Brown. That shit was funky as fuck. I wonder if there was some other the big payback. It. It's because it was so funky, I'm telling you. It had all the best breaks. Mm. Get down with your girlfriend. Too that hot. Ain't, that, hot ain't, that ain't right. Well, so good. We never found out how she got SNL. No. Nope. Those regardless. We did sort of find out. Uh, she did sort of get insight about how you have to. <clears throat> they all sit around like kindergarten kids with Lauren. Yeah, so weird. Like with a cult. Guess Sounds the week like a cult. And pitch ideas. To but Uncle then, Lauren. If your idea gets picked, you have to pick out the wardrobe. Like every, I just figured like. You could do an idea and this team would do it, but you sort of got to put it together. And I thought that was sort of interesting. But it doesn't sound like she makes millions upon millions of dollars from doing this. It's, it's it, She gets paid well. It's good no, it's exposure. a stepping stone, She's too. She's going to tour, but... Lauren Michaels makes all the money. She was asking for free Patron. I think Patron is her drink. Uh, one thing to always still see, if it's still going, is the Don Barry Late Show. That's oh, like a, his, sort yeah, of a, yeah. that's sort of like a thing of legend because I think he still wilded out because he did Windy City Heat. Remember right. that with Perry? Yeah. yeah. I think at one point 
Perry was following me. Or no, somebody. it was a fake dude. I, that was a whole. It was a fake dude pretending to be Perry who or Perry who kept talking shit to me, and then eventually was like, "Yeah, I'm not Perry, but you still suck." He was fun. We've got to get. This a- is Don Barris or Don Barry. Don Barris. Barris. I said Don Barry probably. Yep, because I wrote Don Barry, but I meant, <laughs> <laughs> but I meant Don Barris. Um, I like to get a picture of the Todd. Because Joe yeah. speaks that the Todd, the guy that helped that Joe, laughed out. just a little bit louder beside beside um, Mitzi. Mitzi, yes, yes. Yeah, got yeah. Joe, Joe passed. passed yeah. like, sort of that whimsical uh, Tinkerbell or Geppetto. Joe should have a people. giant picture of the Todd <laughs> at his the studio. Um, she would like to have trainer money. Trainer? She have, said she had a trainer. No, no. She wants trainer money that I, I, I could have a trainer with me everywhere I go. Like, you're just basically hiring a friend who just helps you exercise. Yeah. And so that, that's their life. So that's a lot of money to get that. Um, 10,000 push ups sounds crazy. The most I've ever done is like 100 and something. Wow. That's a lot of push ups. Yeah. All the way up and down. It was a punishment. At uh, military school. Oh, that back in the I was day. supposed to do 20. How many push ups do you think you could do right now? 20. You think you could do 20? And the last five. Real push ups. Yeah, and the last five would be under duress. My and you, hurts. Matt? I was going to say 20 as well. Oh, yeah. Good for you. I mean, I don't know. Actually, you, you can't know what? Do any? I can't do any. I haven't ah, done push ups nice. in a while, and I have been My doing shoulder. a bit of kettlebell. I don't know. Maybe I'd get 25 out of me. Who knows? But no yeah. more than that. I'm fucking Shameful. fat and lazy. Physical 100. You watch that, Simon? Yes, it's amazing. Do you watch that? It's just classy Survivor, right? It's better than Survivor. I watched five minutes of it. Hey, watch your fucking mouth. It's better than Survivor because you don't have have to watch. You have to watch one episode. I will, but the Survivor. I like that they're all these massive people. You know what I mean? It's fun. I think it's fun, and I think it would make it a good American version, too. First of all, Survivor is the OG. Did you watch it? Obviously, I I watched the... They had to build a bridge, then yeah. run across it with sand. Did you and then see that one um, Asian wrestler, the man? Who he got tossed off the bridge at the, deci- at the decision period thing, whatever? He was like the boss of the team. No, I, I watched five minutes and said, okay, this is Survivor. Okay, okay forget it. You have to have nothing to do to watch that show. No problem. I'm you, sure you have way better things to do. True. Right handed? I'm right handed, yeah. Right handed? Uh, yes. We have one friend that I know of who's left-handed. I know a few left-handed. I know a couple of people who are left-handed. Okay. My mom. And thereby, do I know people who are left-handed? Yes, correct. My mom was left-handed, but she went to Catholic school. And so they tied her left hand behind her back. So that's it. So so much for um, be whatever you want. Yeah, no, that. Who, who is, you will only yeah. you can be whatever gender you want, but you can only write with your right hand. Who's My mom the, said the nuns would whack her hand with a meter stick if they caught her writing with her left hand. Who's the one lefty you know? Uh, Brett. Brett is the lefty. Everyone knows. Friend of the show. Everyone knows. It's just awkward to write. Yeah. Like. You you just noticed it at the last second, how it's different. Well, yeah, because it's more natural. You're not covering up. And, it's, and it seems like a thing to be discriminatory about. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, you've never thought about I've how you're covering up your own. Yeah, before. it's a nightmare. 
Writing with your right hand is just natural because you have with, and with you get wet, to see wet, what you've just wet written. Ink, yeah, wet ink. Kids would get it on it. their yeah. uh, forearm, and then so they have to do a thing over. Yeah, uh, yeah. Listen, it's a defect, obviously. <laughs> Are you goofy or regular? I'm goofy. I pump uh, with my uh, left leg. So you're goofy. No. Left leg on the board. Oh yeah, wait, right yeah. leg. So you pump what, with your what right foot. Right what right foot leg. is on the back of the board? My he pumps right with leg. his right leg. My right leg. Yeah. I guess you could be a. What do they call? Wait, that? your right leg is on the box, or you're regular? Yeah, he's regular. But what do you call it when you're Mongo? Mongo. Do you do Mongo? Mongo's where you push with your front foot. No. Yeah, I could. I, 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 bonkers. I was bonkers. apt enough to do that, you know. Or if you try to do something fakey. Simon, for the first like not quite for the first like two or three years, I pushed Mongo, and my buddy always was like, "You can't, you gotta stop doing this." And I was like, "I don't get it." Like I don't understand. And then one day he showed me a video, and he was like, "Look at look at it," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah, this has to stop." So it's I like writing with your left hand. It's bonkers. I immediately learned to push regular. When I was really young, I could hit both ways. Switch hitter, I could switch hit. Yeah, and I thought I was gifted because of that. <laughs> Well, that's pretty good. Hitting both ways. That's not bad. It went away, though. I was right. terrible. It went away. <laughs> Couldn't strike a ball with my left foot. You though. just weren't sure which way to bat. Well, just, you know, you throw with your opposite arm. Oh, no, yeah. I can't it's throw. Such a, I look like a woman if I throw with my left. It's Well, yeah, it's such a strange thing. It's like we have a friend who started golfing right-handed and then changed to golf left-handed. And it changed their life. Adult. So weird. Yeah, and it, changed, and it changed their life. They're like one of the best golfers I know. Doing something wrong the whole time. Weird. Just let the children be. What about blood type? That's a weird separator too, eh? I don't know what my blood type is. And it's so funny, like, um, when I'm a pretty good tennis player, so I tried to get my son into tennis when he was young. Yeah. And I put him out on the court, and we were at, like, uh, the OAC, which is a tennis club, and it's got, like, an upper deck, and I'm up there watching him as he's doing his thing. And I'm watching him, and he just looks so, like, fucking awkward out there. And then I realize he's using his left hand, but he's a right-handed kid. Just nobody was correcting him, you know what That's I so mean? so weird. Were people you were paying? Yeah, to- so I had to, like, <laughs> run down to the court and tell the coach. I'm like, he's right-handed, yo, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what am I paying you for? So then I, we're left-handed I just realized at that moment that he was not going to be a good tennis player. Yeah, clearly not. Uh, can you still play tennis? Me? Yeah. Well, I mean, I can. Yeah, right on. What about uh, your shoulder? I just mod- modify my game. Can't do a two-handed backhand. Oh, yeah, because you want to play pickleball. That's right. Can't move like I used to, but I can still. And there's some. Like, I was good enough that I could probably pick up the slack in pickleball, I'm sure. Yeah, it's, but, mo- it's but mostly tennis footwork. is a lot about your serve. No, so it's all footwork. It's all footwork. If you have a killer serve and you're playing at someone who can't, like, I don't know. I think Simon would agree with me. If your serve is fucking deadly, it doesn't really matter. A I lot think of the time. Simon would agree with me. The majority of tennis is just volleys, two people hitting a ball back and forth. I just rallies, said, you mean? Rallies. I just said, if you have an absolute like Andy Roddick smoke show serve, are you could you play against someone right now that had like a, a an insane serve? I mean, I can probably still return a serve, but, but that my be- serve isn't as good as it used to be. Yeah, Obviously. if it's some circuit thing, but if you and I were going to play tennis, it'd be sad for start, but it'd be fun if I could wow, ace I was... it or you could ace it and just 
Game over. Let's go home, Kamara. I never return a ball. This guy just made an assumption about me too. I I also used to be good at tennis. I also. Oh. I wasn't Simon good. I wasn't Jew country club. I feel good, like you guys could play each other. Whatever. I'll play Simon. You have. That, we yeah, can we can videotape like that. that. I'll play That's Simon very in tennis. Interesting. Like and it, you know what it is like. I haven't Bert played in like ten Tom. years, but let's do it. Yeah, it's like Bert and Tom. Yeah, very interesting. interesting. Somebody's gonna get hurt. Well, you are the better tennis probably, player. Probably as you're me. Projecting here, no, it'll probably be me. Realistically, I think we were talking about the other day, uh, but um, the darker the liquor, there's something to that. Like the clear spirits, and then the whiskeys, and the bourbons, and the uh, scotches, like making you crazy, make you a little crazy. There, <laughs> yeah, on other things. I mean, it probably checks out. Like they were right, you know, the bourbons and the darks; those were cowboy drinks. I like, think it might be because there's a little more sugar in them. I don't even know if there is sugar because sugar is supposed to turn into alcohol, but something with that. I mean, tequila to me, when I drink tequila, I get fucking. Wild, crazy. Yeah. Well, she lo- tequila is her drink. Red wine too can get you very drunk. All different Makes alcohols have different buzzes. <clears throat> red yeah, wine red, does. Red wine was always. I mean, I never drank it, but I'd you'd watch people get real fucked up off red wine. Do you remember the song "Red Red Wine" by UB40? Red Red Wine. That was a song of my like. Um, Stay close to freshman. Me. Is it freshman? Freshman sophomore. Like your first year in high school. Yeah. Well, we don't use those terms, so I'm just sort of throwing it out. Yeah, that's why I'm asking. Your first year in high school? Grade is nine. What you're trying to say? I think so. Because you said freshman, sophomore. Grade nine, grade ten. Why it was two years. Uh, no, I'm saying in around that time, between those time periods, that's when it, it was It was everything. Uh, yeah, Punky's <laughs> Johnson School. All the best to her. It was everything, the song, Red, Red Wine. It was. I give it a Message two. if you know when that time was. It was, again, there's no internet. Like, when you heard a song that you didn't have, it was a special thing. I can't describe it enough, but we'll get into it in the next one, actually. I give Punky a uh, three. I can't Cement. describe it enough. Uh, I give Punky a one and a half. A, a two, fine. Not to be rude. I just, this one was boring as shit. Yeah, yeah. I one and a two. half. I go back. One and a half. I gave it a generous two. Cement. Cement. I fell on the cement. Yeah. Just because she said cement, you're giving her what? It was like Fox News. Just the different way people say stuff. I think she lied about that story, though. There's no way she found the hole. Well, I mean, just it's. He goes back to what I said. When even, have you ever even seen if like she's six a kid, feet of cement? Even if she's a kid, Matt, like it would still have to be like four feet of cement. And I just can't see four feet of cement. It would be an awful waste of cement. Four feet of cement always has rebar. That's how you get four feet of cement to stay Actually, together. Actually, how deep do you think like a road is? A road isn't made of cement, so you don't even have to four worry. Four feet. Of cement? It's feet asphalt. Five feet. Asphalt, five yeah. feet from the sidewalk down to the... You think you every any given sidewalk is five about? feet of cement? What are you, nuts? No, that's what I'm asking. Oh, oh, uh, how much is it? Is it like two the feet. size of a curb? Two feet. Yeah. So curb. that's what I mean. She it's, can, it's not cement. So it sounds to it's me asphalt. like she tripped. No, no, a curb is cement. Sounds like she is. tripped in the cement and then concocted this whole story. I, I've just never seen six feet deep of cement. I kid you not. I saw an ad for... Uh, Unless it's a foundation. Doctor lawyers. <laughs> they were lawyers and doctors. Like, I go back to it. If she fell into a foundation, there'd be rebar. So I don't really... More egregious of an injury. Okay. I don't know if there's always rebar, though, is there? I like, think there is. They don't ever just pour cement no, into something for nothing? Not if it's load-bearing. 
What about for like a floor and a basement or something? That's Maybe reinforced cement. Be... There's rebar yeah, oh, there. Oh, for sure. There's a whole thing. I don't know if there's necessarily rebar. <laughs> 100%. 100%. It's all rebar. Yeah. Okay, well, listen, if there's a, and a if construction it is, you're, you're worker an old out there the Glebe. who can get back to us so we can confirm this I don't story, think we need an old construction worker, too. I'm, You've okay. never poured a floor? I want to know if there could be six feet of cement somewhere. That's what I'm asking. We're not I, talking about If they were just dumping anymore. and getting rid of it. I'm sure so. You think that's what happened? She ended up just in a pile of, like... I'm just trying to get on the next guest. A dumping of She c- found one cement. of the only dumps of, like, eight feet of... Because then it really would be, like, quicksand. If you happened upon like a cement dumping ground, yeah. See the old cement dumping ground. Go, go ahead, Kamar. Nineteen thirty-nine. Be real. He doesn't have any drinks for you. Oh, I brought drinks. Oh, I see. It's the Super Bowl. Be real, yeah. He conceded that sort of L.A. is not what it used to be, but that it should be able to come back. But that's sort of like a, he's a uh, fixture of Los Angeles, California, sort of my whole life. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's why it was easy for Joe to leave. Joe wasn't from L.A. I think if you're from, born and raised Joe's in L.A., if you're Joe born and raised somewhere, you know, it's different. Well, I felt like he was ready to leave if it doesn't Maybe. I mean, listen, he's, he's got tons of money. Um, I don't like it when they're still talking about um, legalizing pot because it's legalized here. It's just a weird psychological thing. It's like, get over it. It's, but it's still a fight between them, but him going from artist to advocate. I don't know. He's in the right, what he's saying, but it just, he could just talk about, he performed on like three grams of mushrooms. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get that. Could you imagine? No, I can't imagine having to like do something on mushrooms. I think know? it works because there's a lot of controls. Like the show starts and it ends, and you jump around between these times. So it's not like you are going to run into someone you don't know. But the biggest thing he said about mushrooms is deal with shit before you do them. If you have anything unresolved in you, which is, I think, the best advice because that's what the bad trip is. And that's what would happen to Mary Van Zeller if she, Maria. If she tried to. You know what? I could wrap my ass off when I was high on mushrooms, now that I think about it. Exactly. He just didn't think he could do it. It's, well, and that's yeah. why microdosing works, I guess, because you get the... Get just that little bit of boost. That, yeah. Like, I can do... The mental acuity without losing any. I'm sure it's not acuity. every band does that, but I'm sure there's lots of bands that do do that, and that's why they look like they're having such a great time. Mm. More so than you would think. It's like mm. Charlie and Mac when they're performing that song and or the dance routine. Remember they go to their reunion? Oh, when they think they're so great. Yeah, and then you see it and they're so sweaty. Yeah. And they're <laughs> because the, it's I, at uh, uh, freedom. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, the Michael. Like, uh, it's George, George Michael, Michael, yeah. Yeah, the best song ever. Um, yeah, that's the best song ever. I, they only wrote after Weed. Maybe they mentioned mushrooms, but I don't recall that. It was all just weed, weed. Like, so much that they became a meme. Who? Cypress Hill. Cypress? Like what Cypress Hill started as, like it was so outlawed and it was gangster rap. Early, early new form gangster rap 
to the silly bong song that everyone sings. Were they ever gangster? I'm trying to think. Like, were they ever talking about killing people? I could just kill a man. Yep. I could just kill a man. Here is something I think you rage can't under. Understand. I think I think rage against the machine like borrows some lyrics from them. Mm. Okay. It was smoke a weed gangster rap, like sort of, but Latinos, what it appeared, but apparently it was from New York, as he revealed that uh, Muggs was from New York and came out to LA. Which you know he did some stuff. He could have mentioned um, Everlast. Could have mentioned Alchemist. Alchemist, or he gets a bonus points because he didn't sing. <laughs> Yeah, had he brought out a guitar or something? Or, he, he had no agenda. Or insisted either. that any of his music get played. Mm. Yeah, that's always. Uh, I feel like that stopped. Yeah. Wow. Did Has it? Because well, Joe sang some songs to his didn't face. What's her name? Bringing her guitar last time. Everyone brings their guitar now. It's insane. What's her name? Uh, come on, Kamara. You know her. No, we're trying to forget her. Don't oh, say Suzanne her name. Santos. Damn it. Santos. Like Voldemort. Oh, you know who was just on Kill Tony? Go on. Tom Papa. Uh, so there must be a Tom Papa oh, in no. the bag. Oh, my He's God. been calling at, it. Uh, at the old Rogan studio. It's true. I did put that out there yep. last week. That's yep, my yep, bad. Yep, yep, That's really yep. my bad. Maybe um, I should put something good out into the fucking, into the atmosphere this week. Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Well, wait. That's for the post, Joe. Tune in to see our predictions. Uh, no money in the cure. That's one of the biggest conspiracy, fundamental basis things is right. Yeah, I still don't. I still don't fully subscribe to that. You don't believe it. You just think it's crackpots to say that. Well, no, I, I just, mean, I just believe that a pharmaceutical company, if they have the cure, they'll sell it to you for double what. But then they don't. They can't sell anything after that. Why? You'll get sick it. again. And people get unless they're they're eradicating the disease. Right? Like, people are always getting cancers of some sort. Like, if you cure cancer and you have a pill that you take that's $50,000, which is what would happen in the States, be $100,000 for the one pill. Like Simon's saying, people will continue to get cancer and they'll keep making a hundred grand a pill. And the insurance company will keep footing the bill. And If there was a vaccine that you could take, would you take it? Well, Kamar wouldn't know. I know the answer to that. The answer is no. You're saying vaccine no. Vaccine for what? For cancer. I don't have cancer. I what do know. You, do you not understand it what vaccine means? It would stop you from getting all forms of cancer, according to mainstream science. No, I don't think so. You wouldn't take it. And you, Matt? I mean, if there was solid enough proof from enough people and there weren't like a bunch of whistleblowers, then uh, I would think about it. What would you do if you just... You took the vaccine and you still got cancer. Like, oh, I guess I'm just an anomaly. Well, I mean, no, you weren't any further than you were before, so. No. I would try experimental cures if I had cancer, but. I love that Kamar, I love that Kamar doesn't realize how many vaccines he has in him keeping him alive currently. <laughs> it, it, this is, it, just, no, I, I, I really see what has happened in this world. <laughs> and one event has turned everybody off of science for the rest of their lives. Yeah. I love science. Any involvement with PCP in your life? Angel dust? Maybe you didn't know. Crazy than a fucking bag of angel dust. I'm sure that I once got hash that had something else on it. I don't know what it was. Is this I the one of the guy's beard? In the beard. I always thought it was PCP because this guy was so sketchy, but I don't know. It was just so fucking crazy. Did you feel like you could beat up cops? 
I think Simon walks around feeling like I felt <laughs> it was actually when I first became into Bigfoot, believe it or not. Oh, I believe because it. I was in Oxford and they only have four channels. And one of the channels was showing a BBC documentary on Bigfoot. And I was so high on this hash and got so into this documentary that I legitimately thought that Bigfoot was outside this. There were no trees around, dude. It was all row houses. You know what I mean? And I was positive that he was like lurking behind garages and Bigfoot's in the red light district. Yeah, exactly. He's Just trying to get a- downtown London. Like I'm trying to get my dick sucked yeah. too, pal. There's a Bigfoot section and you've never been to uh, the red light district. No, there's a section for everyone. I believe it. Yeah. If if Bigfoot is your Bigfoot thing, Alley, yeah. there's a street that you know. I've never seen PCP. I've never done PCP. I, I don't know anyone's ever done it. <laughs> there was a one guy though who lost his finger and had his toe yeah. connected. Jesus, so his into finger a punch. Toe was his index. I think that was a really cool story. I don't remember it. Stevo had a Stevo had a DVD called "Don't Try This at Home." That he released. And if you bought it, it came with a bonus DVD called PCP Saved My Life. And that bonus DVD was fucked. It was just a camera. On, it was a camera on him while he was on like a three-day PCP trip. It's wild. If you could ever get your hands on it, I suggest. It's preventative, though, after watching it, right? Like you would never want to. Oh, be I like was that. like, I would absolutely never in my life. Is it life. a speed? I like, don't understand. It, uh, I, I, even when they explain it, you just, a hallucinogen. It looked like a speed because, like, at Maybe one it's point, a meth. like he's in Mexico at one point, climbing up this like forty foot tiki roof, and then he like slides down and falls into the pool. But I mean, he. Yeah, Steve-O's the closest thing we know of someone who could speak to PCP. It uh, looked also like when he did it, like it looked like he just poured out like a liquid. And then blow dried it, and it became like a powder. What's angel dust? PCP. PCP. I, I, and I do not know. It's weird. It's the weirdest. It's weird though. I always thought Sherm was PCP, but they made it seem like Sherm was weed dipped in embalming fluid. Which maybe that's what I had hash dipped in embalming fluid. And somehow, somehow you know about crocodile. Crocodile, yeah. What's crocodile? Oh, that's that that's stuff that. they chew there. Just, no, no, no. crocodile's like this. That's uh, cat. Cat, cat, yeah. Crocodiles, I guess. Did you say Chad? Yeah, that might be something too. I'm I being think they serious. do it in Chad. Oh, maybe they do it in Chad. Sorry, Matt. What were you saying? Uh, crocodiles, like a a heroin, a synthetic heroin that's like, like people make. How it's, do you know about crocodile? Uh, I saw a thing about it. It's like big in Russia, and it looks. It turns your like. Like it turns your skin uh, scaly, scaly, but not in a good way. Really? Not like a yeah. superhero way. It and turns they, people like, into like lizard Like a people? lizard. No, yeah. they rot and then it rots off. Yeah, it's terrible. It's really not. Oh. Yeah, it's it must feel gross. Good. That doesn't sound nice. Um, Be Real used to hang out at Jack in, uh, Jack in the Box. We used to hang out at 7-Eleven. Yep. Anyone oh, listening? 7-Eleven was infamous. Growing up, if you had a hangout spot, where was it? I, I wonder if that's still like you don't notice it. I got a better question. How much how much value do you think you stole from that 7-Eleven in your life? I refuse to answer the question. The grounds might incriminate me. Yeah, I'll plead the fifth on that one. <laughs> uh, everyone's pleading the fifth. Okay. I'm going to say thousands of dollars. I can tell you that in video game uh, 
quarters. You gave it all back. I gave them thousands and thousands and thousands <laughs> and thousands of dollars. But it felt like someone was a loser if they walked in there and paid for something. Yeah. It's so Pe- sad. I used to steal so much candy and magazines. But yeah, but dude, pizza pizza slices too. Remember when they got pizza pizza slices in there? It was like a game changer. Everything. Everything was free if you could not I don't get think caught. we ever had pizza pizza slices. I don't Interesting. Think, yeah. God, we stole so much. It was very different when we were children. There's definitely something to country strength. Oh, for sure. Like guys are just lifting bales, and I think I sustained some strength from tree planting. Twenty twenty years that have just stuck with you forever. It just just makes a foundation. Like I I could have gone a different path, but that I was in shape at that time. It like it baffles my mind the things I did. I could physically not do now. Like if I were to go back and do some things, like. Not even crazy shit, but work that I once did. I could not physically do it. Mar, being a bus boy. Remember the stairs? I am, at, a, bus, the, I am a bus boy. Remember the stairs at Barry? No, no, no. Remember the stairs at Barrymore's? Yeah. All the beer was in the basement. So, like, it was like four cases. If you had the top bar up there, you you were up like I don't know, 110 stairs with four cases of beer all fucking night. And you did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now so nice you did it. Oh, no shot. Now I'd be like, I'll take one case at a time, maybe. But run up and down No fucking way. Yeah, your best, use your body when you have it. Uh, Did you see the footage? Did you watch this at all? They had two brothers fighting. It was, what's his name? Yeah, it was Joe Lozo. Joe Lozon. I don't know who they are. That is. But no, but they were. That's a famous video. Yeah, yeah, they're fighting for real. I had never seen it. it was, and they're brothers. Yeah. It's not two people that hate each other. Like, they got to go home together. It was very interesting that this. Well, like, they're at home. Hilarious. They the were mom, at their house. The mom was there. Yeah, the mom's like, beat him, uh, okay. you pussy. I feel like an idiot. I don't think she really did that, did she? I think they were joking about that. They got into mushrooms and how rain made mushrooms. Like, what people, no televisions, nothing much to do. You know, something grows, eat it. It's so obvious. It's the stone mushroom it's theory. It's so or the obvious, stone date right? Theory, it's, rather. No, but it's it's unbelievable to think anything but. Your limited understanding in You existence. think no matter what, that's exactly how it went down. It, it rained, rained. There was mushrooms. There were mushrooms. There were monkeys. Now we're humans. And for people, too. No, I'm saying like that's the evolution. It had to be suppressed at some part in its evolution. There's there's knowledge of it recorded or whatever. Well, I think it's pretty clear that um, religion went out of its way to suppress that, right? Like it was totally tied into... Well, they could let everyone know that the Bible was just a big fat mushroom trip. This is that what really eats away at the I whole mean. fabric of their existence they went out they go out of their way to make sure that you never think it's about drugs yeah quite the opposite everything they do is based on some sort of drug ritual it's all suppressed yes we're agreeing with you oh right on um it's the first time ever dabs i stay away from them love them Dabs. It's just too much work. He 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 mentioned how it's sort of crackish. Yeah, he said everything. I agreed with what he was saying exactly. But he does do that. But I don't like. Him. He's he's on he's on the fence. I mean, he must be one of the greatest stoners. Like if the, if there was a Hall of Fame, 
Oh, he's got to be up there. He's got to sure. be, right? I think he might be number one. No, Snoop. Snoop. And Wiz Snoop, Khalifa, apparently. Sure. The way they're talking about him, Snoop Dogg for sure. Snoop Dogg and Willie him. Nelson. I think they're, no, I think him and Snoop Dogg are, are one and two, still going. if not one and one A, you know? What about Cheech and Chong? Willie Nelson, Cheech and Chong, Doug Benson is. But Cheech and Chong came up in an era where like the weed was garbage. No, you don't know that. Some of it was. You know what? But they smoked. I think Be Real might even be more than Snoop Dogg. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Every single one of his songs revolves around smoking weed. Not (laughs) every one of. No, no. uh, You know what it is. He has not had as much success as Snoop. And he's Dr. Feel Good or Strange Love or whatever the fuck he, Green Thumb. That's it. You got it. Seth Rogen, he's in there. No, no, these guys are pretenders. (laughs) Simon turned into an Avato there. (laughs) No, No, these guys are pretenders. He was in the club and he's like trying to make his case while he should have a mention. uh, I I think like, uh, I mean, Rogen, sure, whatever. Fun, fun guy. Founder. Not part of that whole thing. I'm it's trying to think. I think guys. we've listed up all the major weed smokers. By the way, my grandmother bought me Seth Rogen's book. And I was like, oh, thanks. She's like, I wow. heard it's amazing. But she bought it for me. And she's like, well, I thought, you know, since you do a podcast that I would since buy you. smoke pot. No, she's like, I thought oh. since you do a podcast about him, I would buy you his book. And I was like, oh. oh you do a podcast Rogan, about Joe Rogan. And she was like, oh, motherfucker. Somebody told me, though, keeps getting me to try keeps trying book. to get me to read that book. They say well, it's I an amazing it. doctor. Okay. Is it an audio book? Uh, no, it's like a book oh, book, I'm pretty man, sure. No, um, you can also stay, I was telling you, you can stay in his Airbnb right now for like 100 bucks a night, and he's there. Seth? Yeah. That's what I said. I was thinking about something else. Yeah, you. I could tell. Okay. You looked gone. You just said Seth, oh, no. and then you disappeared. Bob Marley? <laughs> Seth? Bob Marley? You know what it's like? Getting in into an alternate, uh, what do you say? Oh, for the oh, alternate for the, stoners. Uh, famous, famous Hall of stoners. Fame weed guys, yeah. man. Oh, no, Bob Marley is up there for sure. Huge up there. Willie Nelson is up there well, for sure. said it already. Who else? That's it? Is that, no, we've just forgotten some someone Some people we major. do not know, obviously. I'm trying to think. Doug Benson is the biggest weed comic I could think of. Doug Benson, yeah. He was a big weed comic, sure. I mean, listen, there was a lot of people in hip-hop. Ricky from the Trailer Park Boys. He made his way in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll pay that for sure. Uh, Cheech and Chong, like Matt said. That's it. And and be real. That's the whole point. We started all this. uh, Dazed and Confused. The whole movie. cast. You're I love that the... movie. Good. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Like, if I could pick any movie to be in, it might be Days and Confused. Oh, to be in. So if you could pick, so if you had a time, time machine frame. where you're an actor. If I had a time machine, I can go back to any time. This is interesting. It wouldn't be to then. But that would be a cool time to be in. Yeah, you go back to the pyramid. I'd go built. back to... Yeah, somewhere. Stoner yeah, stuff. Somewhere, yeah. Stoner Easter stuff Island doesn't really something. work anymore. It's not that funny. What about Dude, Where's My Car? Oh, what about Dave Chappelle? He smokes a lot of And weed. Jim Brewer. They were both in. Um, oh, that's right. Half baked. Half baked. Yeah, well played, Simon. Thank you. Thank you, Kamar. Yeah, but I, we're talking about like who holds up as like an all time weed smoker. 
When I think of Dave Chappelle, I don't. I don't no, know. It's true. You don't think of Dave Chappelle. Like when you think of Snoop or Be Real, like it's funny. You still do think though. of Jim Brewer, even though he doesn't smoke they're, they're, anymore. They, they get awards for contributing to the culture. Okay, fine. Honorable mentions. Yeah. Joey Diaz. Not anymore. I mean, Joe Rogan in the same breath, I guess. You said Joe Rogan already. Did I? We said as a founder, we advocate, supporter. Rogan, He's like, you know how Jerry Jones got in? <laughs> He's never played a day of football in his life. Or maybe he did. I don't know. But There are multiple Rogans in the club, though. You can't Seth say and that Joe. about other... Uh, unless you mention brothers, I guess. I think maybe um, Vin Diesel. What? I think he smokes a lot of weed. Vin Diesel. By the way, I saw the ad for uh, Fast and the Furious 10 the other day. I did as well. They didn't call it Fast 10, your seatbelts. They called it F something. F, didn't they? Well, it's Fast X. Fast X. Are you logic? Uh, fast 10. That's great. Fast 10, your seatbelts. Did you, like you that? invent that? No, I saw a tweet where someone was oh, like. That's if, so funny. Where someone was like, if they don't call Fast uh, Fast and the Furious 10, Fast, Fast 10, 10, your seatbelts. Seat That's brilliant. <laughs> They're missing That's it. like me and the Tyrannosaurus Rexes. Like, I really felt like they missed the boat there going with the Raptors. Same thing. Tyrannosaurus Rexes. It's right there. What about um, Ricky Williams? Oh, yeah, famous. Because they were like, smoking just stop weed. smoking weed yeah, and you, you can make it. millions of dollars. Like, fuck football. you, I'm going to the CFL. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go smoke weed. He's <laughs> like, can you smoke true. weed in yeah. Canada? This yeah. is egregious. And Michael Phelps and Ross Rebliati. Uh, Two I Olympic mean, gold medalists that smoked no, weed. fuck Ross Rebliati. If you deny it, you're out. Ross Ribigliati ended up owning a weed company, so at least he, like, you, um, what's his name? The first one you said, Michael, Michael Phelps. Phelps. He doesn't lean into that shit. It's not like he, like, has a bong company or something. No, but you know? he's the most decorated Olympian of all time. Who got caught smoking a bong once. So it's a, it's, it's a, it's a founder. It's so a, then by that, Bill, part of the culture. Bill Clinton. Did he say, he said, no, I never inhaled. <laughs> Oh, we are denier. You're out. Barack, Barack Obama said, "Yeah, I smoked a little." Did so a little did uh, George Bush Jr. <laughs> he did a lot more than inhale. He loved him some nose beers. Uh, I think we've exhausted the Hall of Fame listeners. Let us know if you know any weed smokers Hall of Fame. Well, and then be real. Said what a killer. What about Mike bowler Tyson? Wiz Khalifa? Is Mike Tyson is definitely in the Hall of Fame? Thank you. He came in the back end too. Yes, and Joe didn't insult and bowling. Joe flipped the script from what he always says about a, what an annoying game. Just like. goes to show you that it depends on who he's talking to. If somebody who's an underling to him says that, he fucking rips it apart. But if all of a sudden Be Real thinks it's cool. Why don't you just go play Piddlywinks? Um, I think it's Tiddlywinks. Simon. It would have landed anyways. Honest question. Honest? Yeah. If right now you're rich, okay, you're filthy rich. You have fifty million dollars. Fifty five zero. Fuck five yeah, zero. Man. So you have no worries in the world. Oh, yeah, I wish. You have uh, a bowling alley in your home. You have a lane, two lanes. Okay, cool. Love it. How many frames do you play a week? Do you think of bowling? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Well, I'm playing every night. Oh, I'm 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 rolling every night. Like a couple of frames. Why not? So. Well, first of all, I'm I'm spending. Why not? If I have fifty million, I'm spending every day until I get a perfect game. At least bowling three frames. That's undeniable. I was watching. And yeah. A, why not? I was watching a no, video. There on, have to be reasons you couldn't. 
professional bowlers who had the weirdest deliveries. Yeah. Dude, some of them are so Those two-handed weirdos. Yeah, so where weird. they like, yeah. it just it, looks crazy. But they do the exact same thing every time. Yeah, and it works, know? yeah. yeah. If it, it's crazy. You can't go anywhere. Unless anywhere you go, they have bowling alleys. So you're basically a house arrest till you get 300? Uh, in five in in five pin, it's 400. Or is it 450? Like, you might never That's get irrelevant. 300, you know? There's so That's much what pressure. I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Might never do That's it. what I'm saying. Yeah. He might come close. At what cost? That's the real side of it. Your whole life. That's uh, what it's no, going to cost. That's yeah. a, that, your life ends like no country for yeah. men. Yeah. That's like how um, uh, that's how fifty million dollars doesn't make you happy. You know, yeah. you just get end up wanting to do something so bad, and money can't buy it for you. That's interesting, Kamar. You can't leave until you hit a perfect game. But we'll give you fifty million dollars. <laughs> well, no. How long do you think it would take you that's to hit so a perfect interesting. game? Yeah, it might be never. What if that's hell? Well, no, because you're you, right. Because if you do a perfect game, you you it get it. Might be never. Well, no. Like again, you're in a beautiful home. Yeah. Right. So it's not so and you have all the your life is fine, but you can't leave the home, the grounds unless you so you can't get your freedom unless you get a perfect game. But the thing is, oh, my God, just hold on. And then you get a perfect game. You get let out of the house and it's worse. Stop, 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 stop. For say anymore. Once I get Chad to flush this out. Bart, you mean (laughs) we're never going to have to fucking. Work again. I think I'm. I think I'm like a um, Afrocentric Leahy. Afrocentric. The hair. I, I meant you're to comparing ask you, yourself to Leahy. Sadly, I meant to ask you. You're spending a lot of your free time with a liberal cuck. How do you feel about that? Yeah, baby. With what? Chad. Chad Japiti. Despite his name, the the. He is 100% a yes. liberal cuss, They tried right? to trick you in both cases, Bart and Chad. But that's for like, if you were doing actual fact-searching stuff, you're going to get the slant. There's still practical applications that have nothing to do with politics or like... Okay. And you can devil's advocate. So you're yeah. using Chad as a butler, not as a friend. Absolutely. Okay. Mm. And it's faded already. Like, you can only... Th- sometimes it comes up and you use it. Sometimes you don't. I've been so busy lately, I haven't needed Chad. Does Chad email you and say, where have you been? But Chad will be doing a story about um, bowling the perfect 300 and never getting out of purgatory. And I guess I'm cutting you guys out now. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a team thing. It was going to be a team but, thing. Now it's just now you Chad, and Chad. Yeah, now, now that Chad's in the mix. Open yeah. this thing up. Chad told me I didn't really need you guys. The magical thing. Chad of- said I, he doesn't need me anymore. That's what Chad would say. To the me. Um, whatever. The uh, the magical <laughs> property of marijuana is it gives patience. It gives patience. You're more patient with marijuana. Yes, agreed. It just hundred oh, percent creates patience. Like if patience, just like patience is something you can't see, you can't. Um, you can you can describe it. I guess it removes anxiousness. I think, and then that anxiousness is what causes you to be like impatient because. You so it's want... either way, either way. You know what's funny, Kamars? It's almost like worse than hangry. Like there's times where I'm like, I know if I just eat, I'll immediately calm down. I'll be in a better mood. And then there's other times where I'm like, fuck food. If I can just get a joint in me, like, like work is a good example. You know, like halfway through the day, I'll just be miserable. But you don't, and then I'll be like, "Oh, I just need a joint." And then I smoke a joint. And I'm like, "Oh, well, the rest of the day is going to be a fucking breeze." Mm-hmm. 
It just it the it's the gift of patience, and that list should be like smudging for patience and tolerance because it just adds that. Um, they went off a lot of smudging. Yeah, he said a smudging for patience and tolerance. Yeah, smudging with weed around the room. (laughs) Um, They talked a lot about cocaine and fentanyl. Um, I feel like be real, you should do cocaine and fentanyl. I'm surprised I haven't heard about someone. Like I remember when I was younger, I heard about people um, that I knew, like younger, but uh, for sure overdosing on heroin. Yeah. And stuff like that, like s- sad, tragic stories. Like that was that guy was a cool guy. I didn't even know he did that or whatever. But I still haven't heard of anyone. I'm not saying it's uh, propaganda, but I think the fentanyl is more in like uh, maybe the MDMA's and stuff than the cocaine. As we said, why would you put something that is a pain? Like we have the feeling that it's compared to heroin. That cocaine and heroin are opposite, but I think it's more of a pain thing. But I think you would put it into cocaine. You do. What do you think? Like, of course you would. It's going well, it, to. It's happening, but I don't know you, if that's just you from take, drugs you, being in the You take Coke. You're buying. Just hear me out, okay? You're buying straight Coke, okay? Yeah. It's pure as shit. Mm-hmm. It's pure as you're going to get it. Comes over here. You're then going to cut that Coke. We all know what that means. You're going to cut that Coke in half, let's say. You're going to put half baby uh, sorry, powder. For the listeners, what does that mean, cutting the Coke? <laughs> you mean stepping on it? Yeah, stepping on. Okay, it. my bad. So you're going to cut it with, let's say, laxative. Uh, laxative, half coke, half laxative. Okay, we're in the same. No, no, you would do way more laxative. If you can were trying to can make we money. just can we just say it's yeah, half yeah, yeah, coke, yeah, yeah. half for laxative for the explanation? For, you could put that's the coke. Pretty, that's a pretty aggressive. That's cut, one okay. third. And then two thirds of baby laxative and a tiny, tiny pinch of fentanyl to create the same impact for half the cost. Okay, then that's why they do it. But I, I just thought it was more in MDMAs and stuff like that. I think they do the same thing. It's the same for everything, though. You're just trying to make something go further. See, I never understood that, though. I always go back to who did Denzel play in uh... Training Day? No. The drug movie, Frank Frank Lucas. Mm-hmm. Like his whole thing was like, we can all get rich selling pure shit. No one has to die. No, you know what I mean. Like his whole thing was, they're gonna keep buying enough drugs. You don't need to cut it with shit that's gonna kill them. It's so weird the greed now of like, like well, you said, if you have pure coke, dude, pure coke sells itself. Well, cutting with things that are gonna shop. kill you. I, I think is done usually on purpose by people making like hot shots and shit or because you're right. Like that's, you don't want to do that to your client base or somebody makes a mistake when they're trying to do something like put something else in to stretch their, like it's always about making more money by giving somebody less. I get it. But my, my point remains like if you, if you have a drug empire, you're going to make, Tons. It's it's like we it's like remember we were talking about the casinos how they don't need to they don't need to rig the games because it's already in their advantage they can just run a clean game and make money it's the same thing like you can just sell pure coke unstepped on I think the problem is that you know when you're listen gets everyone's into, I get there it. are so many people that need yeah, to get their middlemen yeah that by the time it gets to you you just want to make the most uh, of I think it's the, I think it's the steps and the uh, the stuff that gets through the stuff that you lose. But it would make more sense the idea that, no, that China would be spiking 
imports of drugs. No, I think they just make it and send it over. Well, okay. Well, that would be a good way to wage war against another country from the inside, killing. Well, off if the, the drugs came from China, I can see how they could do that. But otherwise, well, I think some drugs do come from China. No, no, they don't. I don't. Right. I do. Well, China is supposedly they make the fentanyl, but that has to be mixed. They with make something. the fentanyl. Well, supposedly they're not allowed to ship fentanyl to the U.S. anymore. Is that right? That is right. But Mexico, we are not allowed to ship any drugs from anywhere. Right? We both know they. Well, the thing about fentanyl is it's one of those. It's like a, a bath salt thing. So where, small. No, not so small. You just change the chemical compound by like one atom, and then it's not fentanyl. It's also anymore. so small, like in comparison to like shipping weed. You know. Well, yeah. Like, I, didn't they say they found a, chemi- uh, a fentanyl shipment that would have killed all of America? Right? So there you go. It's a lot of fucking drugs. Is that it, Kamar? Uh, no, we could go a lot longer, but I can cut it off. To, what do you oh, want to do? It's up to you. We've done three hours. How You have a lot more? Wow, you have a lot more. Wow. Pick Holy a couple of good of points God. out of there and yeah. let's uh, land this plane. Well, I mean, they tell me the cocaine thing a lot. Um, well, he his... Television. He likes Yellowstone, likes 1883, like really likes, he likes uh, King of Tulsa. Yeah, I tried watching King of Tulsa. I'm surprised so many people are talking so highly of it. Really good. No chance it's good. You think it's really good, Kay? You don't find it No, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I I find it super corny. His position. Be Real's position. Like it's so corny. This is how corny it is, okay? Okay. This is how it starts. And maybe it gets better after like the first episode or whatever. But so, um, sliced alone. Thank you. Gets out of prison. He went in there for protecting the boss. He comes out. He thinks he's going to have a peace. And they're like, no, times have changed. You're going to Tulsa. He's not happy about it, but he goes to Tulsa. First day in Tulsa, rolls in, sees that weed's legal, goes into a weed shop and says, hey, I'm now your partner. The guy's like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, it's so fucking dumb. It's such a perfect role for Sly. It's clearly written by him. No, it isn't. It's you know who it's written by? The guy who, who wrote Yellowstone. Oh, Taylor Sheridan. Taylor Sheridan. I hope I could do that with much influence from Sly Stallone because Sly you sell Cadillacs. I'm your partner. <laughs> See you tomorrow. No, but that's what he said. He's he goes in. He's like, listen, I'm now your partner. He just like muscles him, old school style, yeah. but not in like a clever way. Like just the whole thing is so fucking dumb. Anyways, maybe I have to watch more before I make judgment. I mean, listen, it, this but... Sheridan guy has people fucking in a trance. I watch. Oh, I told you I watched that uh, 1964, 1883 or whatever. It wasn't can't good. be good. It wasn't. It yeah, wasn't you know why? Because Yellowstone stinks. Okay, well, you guys disagree with Be Real on TV. He he started talking with the mountain climber and just, yeah, yeah, had him I, on. Sorry, just can I say one thing about 1883? It's so fucked up because all of the... So the main character is like this hot blonde girl, okay? And they always... Faith Hill. No, she's the mom. It's like the daughter. She's like a, gotcha. a smoke show. Um, they all have hairy armpits. Like they go out of their way... 
to make sure that you they're constantly lying like this. They even talk about the hairy armpits at one point. Like they go out of their way to point out like we're being realistic with the hairy See armpits. See how authentic this is. Meanwhile, everybody has totally done eyebrows and like you know what I'm saying? Perfect beards. But just I have to stare at these armpits the whole time. It's fucking they would be ugly as fuck. Hairy armpits? No, everyone there would just be dirty and their face would be overgrown. And... I mean, I think you could end up with like okay. a couple of hotties. I was, but just, I was just trying to support you. Most of them would be, yeah, not. I just, they would be unkempt, Kamar. You wouldn't be able to keep unkempt. your eyebrows They look feral. They your... look feral. They yeah, look most feral. people would be I don't know gross. about feral. Hey, just move on. <laughs> <laughs> B-Real likes to show you don't. like. Um... I don't know about feral. <laughs> <laughs> Throw me a fucking bone, Simon. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Will Ferrell? Yes, yes. Big bang, boom, comedy. Oh, my God. The more I hear it, the less I like it. Um, he, this problem is starting to happen on Joe Rogan where he's like, uh, I saw this documentary about this mountain climber. Did seven pa- yeah, yeah, I, I had him on. And Nims. It just, yeah. it just, it just gets weird to uh, reaffirm that. Oh, do you think Europe's ahead of us and we have to catch up to them with like just sort of social attitudes? Europe? Would you agree with that statement? I mean, Europe seems more like Canada than like the US. Well, they don't seem like they're doing very well right now, so. But do you mean in like terms of like trans people and things like that? Is that what you're driving at? Tits and commercials and maybe swearing on television. Right, I got you. But that wasn't all through like... Britain didn't do that, but Spain did. So it's, you know, like yeah. things weren't liberal like that in Britain. They were way more You'd have to up. pick and They're choose so, where you go. Uh, influenced by the church, I imagine that that. But so I mean, are, he's right. Like the U.S. is the most puritanical when it comes to like, like children under no circumstance can be exposed to any sort of, you know what I mean? Like any sort of sex. Well, what's weird that, that it's weird that sex because sex is in every ad, but it's not like sex. Overt, but, but ki- yeah, but kids can't like in the states. It's like no, you can't show kids that. You can't show Having kids sex. That. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Matt wants to see some kids sex. No, like... no, I meant like like think about fucking rap and the the warning on there. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We're very yes, yes, strict yes. about what our children are allowed to see. Is what you're saying? And meanwhile, here, in Europe, you're having wine with dinner at eleven. That's what I'm goes, saying. Baby. Exactly. You bang a, a prostitute at thirteen. It's like part of the culture. Yeah. No, I just made that. The most stoner thing. No, that's part of it. The most stoner thing Be Real said was um, he was talking about some guy who came out with a a one piece glass bong, and he when when so and so came out with it, he blew the glass piece. World up. Yeah, it sent reverberations to bong users everywhere. Like it was like what. I saw I saw Cypress Hill in uh, New York at Rock the Bells and. They really did have a nine foot bong, like no joke. They brought it out on stage. Oh, it was fucking bananas. It, it is bananas. They, Imagine showed... going through customs with that no, thing. No. <laughs> did you see the gravity bong they had? Yeah, that the thing's cool. That the every every thing? flip yeah, is a hit, awesome. and they said they're gonna bring it on. They're like six hundred and ninety bucks or something American. That sounds reasonable. Yeah, Wiz Khalifa has his own model. They're it, they're very cool. I've looked into them. They're very cool. Break dancing. You, you know how it works, Matt. I've I've want to buy one so bad, but again, Simon, I'm like, I already have a volcano, which is a $700 smoking apparatus. And this isn't, um, 
I mean, it it's would, not vape. It no, would be it's... better than smoking. I don't even know if we it is. We should buy one yeah, for no. the show. It's a water bong, so if it's being filtered through the water. No, no, no. Let's that's, an, that's a wild expense for the show. It's not a bad idea, A $700 smoking apparatus? Well, I mean, it no, lives at said, my house. You said so. 500 Well, how much is it, Simon? Five? I think it was like $800 American. That's too much. 679 bucks American. We could buy me a better Maybe I'm wrong, though. Money. I could be wrong. Anyways. If you're going to make an investment, Kamar, you'd buy the fucking hot press. Oh, well, I do not need it. I just think no, it's you could, we could make money off it. Hot press, you can. We should get a hookah table where it's built into the middle. Oh, just that's fucking, fucking great. Break With dance. USB plugs everywhere, too. Gotta have USB plugs. Just because. Yeah, it's 2023. Break dance. I'm trying to go no. Um, no, you're not. You're not trying to do anything. What's that stuff called? I don't know. You know, the batteries. <laughs> Break <dance>. Cobalt. <laughs> Break dancing Zero in the Olympics. Cobalt in the table. That'll be very interesting. That will be in the next Olympics. Yep. And uh, in, in, in? In China. France. Yes, in Paris. Uh, very well, Simon. Very well. Uh, yeah, just to wrap up, they did 50 years of hip hop on the Grammys. Who won? No, it was acknowledging that. That rap Hip-hop has been is around. 50 years yeah. old. I'm just joking. And it was uh, LL Cool J, Queen Latifah, Rock him. Ice-T, Rakim had the best verse. Actually, I think uh, Busta Rhymes had the best. He did that. Like it was whatever they do. That was your impression of Busta Rhymes? Can you do an impression of Busta Rhymes? I think I'm doing a little bit of a that's pretty good. Actually. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Get bad. the heat off of you. I don't think that's great. That's what you're doing. What's a Buster Rhymes song? I can't even think of it. Give me some mo. He was like, is that enough? Give me some mo. He was like, I'm going to wash it. Give me some mo. You'll spend a little weed at. Give me some mo. I know you want to weed it. Give me some mo. Even though we're getting money, you can give me some mo with a cause and a big shit. Give me some mo. Everybody's in love. Give me some mo. Yeah, see? Yeah, I told you he was pretty bang on. Pepper, Run DMC, Ice T. Ice T won? No, these Who won? There's not a winner. Who was number one? You don't even care, so don't interrupt. Don't interrupt. Go fuck yourself. You must have better things on your list. You'll be interested no one. Jazzy Jeff. But not Will Smith. But not Will Smith. Motherfucking right. Yeah. Jazzy Jeff was the man. Um, Jazzy Jeff, hold on. Jazzy Jeff still to this day is waka, the man. Waka, waka. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know if you know this, Simon. He has every summer at his home, I think it's in somewhere in Ohio, he flies in like 15 or 20 of the world's best DJs, like hip-hop DJs, and they all just spend the weekend like having like little battles. It's, it's nuts. It's drastic's cool. gone. And he had all this fucking video. He was like, is that DJ Jazzy Jeff? I was like, get the fuck out of here. They used to, he was on the show, remember? He was jazz, and they yeah, used they, to yeah, Uncle throw Phil would throw him out. Him out. Yes, well, you're Amazing. asking us if we remember this. The locks. yeah, I'm asking you if you remember. I don't even know if you watched fucking. I don't know how old you are, motherfucker. I don't know your life. They also wow, be real comes on one episode. <laughs> and this guy's all of a sudden fucking blood in, blood you out over be here. About huh? that life, Vatos locos forever. Jesus. Um, uh, the locks, uh, little Uzi Vert. Uh, the baby. It was just all generations. Okay. Move on to your next point. Do you think that MC Hammer could have been on it? No. What about Vanilla Ice? No. 
Vanilla Ice less than MC Hammer. MC Hammer was a time. MC Hammer was MC. MC Hammer was important, man. He was big. He was terrible, but he was important. Like for well, MC Hammer's like. No, you're right. He doesn't. He just wasn't a part of hip hop. He's not public enemy. Public enemy. Public enemy was huge, of course. Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent was massive. They could have the Wu Tang Clan in fifty years of hip hop. Like they they didn't. No, Be Real said Be Real wasn't on it. They what? Cypress wasn't in. Okay, that fucking totally sucks. It was curated by. Doesn't um, make any sense. Was it only people who didn't swear or something? It was curated by Questlove. Even then, Wu Tang is. No, so most deaf is on it for sure. Then what do you? Here, let's ask that question. In fifty years, in fifty years, what do you think is like the what is the biggest hip hop act? That would be interesting. Who remains the biggest hip hop act in fifty years? Just in the last, not remains. Like I'm not saying who is right now. I'm saying who do you regard as? Like it could be a collective. Like who do you think is the biggest in fifty years? Yeah, in the last fifty years. Because I would argue, Jay Z. I would argue it's the Wu Tang. They have an advantage in that it's like nine to thirty. I think if you go to the most places in the world and ask somebody who their favorite rapper is. I think Jay-Z is going to win. You understand my I get, metric here? I get here? what you're saying. I'm yeah. not saying he's the best. Well, I'm Jay-Z saying he has the most mass Jay-Z appeal. performed with Lil Wayne in uh, God Did and uh, Rick Ross, Rick Rose, whatever. So he, he did perform, so he didn't have to be in that one. Anyways. But uh, uh, Too Short. Mm-hmm. Method, oh, Method Man was there, sorry. So that okay, represents so someone Wu-Tang. was my represent- bad, my okay, bad. Okay, well, bad. there, that's a little different. Um, you made it seem like there was no Wu Tang right. representation. Uh, so I forgot, but I have Beastie the list Boys? now. Uh, no, but Run DMC wore a BC Boys T-shirt. See, I'm having a huge problem with this list. Well, the, 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 Adam Yoke was the Beastie Boys. We're also Simon. You're also acting like the Beastie Boys weren't invited. You don't know that they weren't invited and declined. That's mm-hmm. a that's Good a point. huge possibility. We always do this thing where it's like these guys have been shafted. It could be that. Fucking Mike D and uh, MCA were Ad, not, Ad, not Rock. Ad Rock were both at home. Like, no, fuck no. Fuck the Emmys or Grammys, yeah, whatever. Yeah, because it's a but bunch then, of bullshit. Well, so there you go. Nelly. Country grammar, Nelly. It's getting okay. hot in Yeah, here. that's the song they played. So take off Big all boy. your clothes. I am getting so hot. I'm going to take it. Oh, please, go, please keep going. <laughs> no, no, that's Big boy. Yeah. Was that even outcast. Nelly, outcast. by the way? Yeah, that was oh, Nelly. Nice. Yeah. Outcasts are like... Oh, Outcasts. Outcast. How do you not have fucking Outcasts? Exactly. So they said, have Big Boy, but not Andre? Andre, again, probably also declined. God, this whole declining thing is weird. You should get it, even if you decline. Like, they don't... No. When you, don't you have to show up. Simon, they, there's nothing to get. Four bars. It's an award. It's not no, an no, award, no, no, no. for no. fuck's sake. <laughs> Simon, it was, a, it was a performance where they played... Four bars of a song and then just mix it into another song. Like it wasn't. It was cool because you're like, oh yeah, that song with the beat, and then the next song was oh, coming on. It was a joke. It was, it was a giant medley, but all those performers performed. But did they win anything? No. Do they have a place in history because of that? Dr. Dre won like the um, influencer sort of creator sort of award, and it's been changed to the Dr. Dre Award. Can I tell you what's ironic about this whole thing? Is that they're like, we're celebrating 50 years of hip-hop. And it's like, uh, what did you guys give out for the first 15 years of hip-hop? You know, Every every year it should have a birthday? Wasn't no, it? no, not every year. What I'm saying is like the Grammys didn't even re- recognize hip-hop for like the first however many. Yeah, they're like the uh, horror movies of the Oscars. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a wicked hot take. 
mean? Like, think about. Do you know rap who, is probably? Do you know who won old. the first Grammy? I do. This is this the is very first and Grammy rap for ever? rap and yeah. year. First rap. And year. I don't know the year, but I know who won well, it. Who cares? But what do you if mean? You don't know the there year. is a category now for rap. Yeah. Okay. Best rap album. Can I guess? Yeah. Can you tell me what year it was? Uh, it was like early nine. I'm gonna say early nineties, late eighties. Is the first time it was ever recognized as music by the Grammys? Was it so. uh, Run DMC for mm-hmm. a song they did with Aerosmith or something? No, no. Uh, was it uh, uh, Ice? Excuse me, Jesus. Was it one of the Ices? Nope. Give me a hint. We were we've we were just talking about them in the last public five enemy. Minutes. Nope. Uh. I mean, we talked about a lot of fucking people, Matt. Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff. Oh, that's right. I mean, okay, sure. Yep, yep, yep. And they won for what? Like, parents don't understand or something? No, it would have been the next one. Was it Summertime? Summertime. Ugh. Was that the one? 1989. 1989. What song was it? Well, this is... The award is for... Best rap performance. So this best rap album. That's what I always find. Oh, so it's best rap. And was that Will Smith and Jazzy so, Jeff? Well, what's correct? the difference? Kendrick best? Lamar won this year. No, what's who? best okay. rap performance? I don't understand. Is that best rap? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Best one song. I think it is. Interesting. Okay. And what did they win for? Kendrick Lamar won this year. No, for, no, no. Oh. Uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince won that award for summertime. Uh, parents just don't understand. <laughs> you were right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go through this, and then who do you think it was? Which I think should have been on the the performance. So that was the first year. Yes, that was the first year. Now you're asking us the second year. Second year, which was what? 1990. Year? 1990. Salt and Pepper. Oh, good guess, Matt. How about um? So that's not this. How about like the Fat Boys? No. no. Young MC Bust a Move. Oh, if which you I totally want it. You, you got, got it. Number three. If you oh, want it, fucking baby, me around here, yeah. you just bust a move. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, Jay-Z and Kanye West won for Otis. What year do you think that was? That was like 2009 or something. No, 10. I'm going to say 2016. 2012. That was close. Wow, way back. You know how it jumps around? And then they won again for 2013. So this is when they're on top of the world for... Four... Oh, uh, prime for the ra- words in Paris. The throne. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and words in Paris. Yeah, and then 2014, it all fell apart. Where Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. There's a, um, I think it's Gorillas in Paris, isn't it? I'm being serious. I think there's like a clean version of that song that they play on the wit- in the radio. There where- must be. Kendrick Lamar has won it the most of any performer. I mean, if he releases an album, he usually wins a Grammy for it. And also, Be Real talked about all the companies are like, I don't think this is it. And it was so it. Like, what rap? I yeah. can't. Well, no, Be Real, Cypress Hill in particular. I wish, because Weed was just coming up and there's this gangster rap with, like, you remember the one song with pigs? Ding, ding, ding. But, like, I can tell you that, like, my parents, yeah. out of all the rap, when they heard Cypress, they thought it was, like, the most ludicrous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. They didn't understand. Oh, it's his voice. Exactly. It was just so weird, right? Like, exactly. I'm having illusions, all it. this confusion. I loved it at that time. But I got over it really quickly, too. Like, I liked it for a period. I always listened to hip hop, but I never listened to Cypress after a certain time. 
Same with like the gravedigger. Like there was just a certain you'd like them for a sec, yep. and then it just kinds of keeps moving. Yeah, it's like weird, corny because the gravedigger is like Rizzo was in the gravedigger. So in a way, you kept listening. It's to the true. It's true. Yep. 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 Because anything Rizzo was involved in, he was usually the backbone. I didn't of it. know that Rizzo was in the gravedigger, so you learn something new every day. He wasn't in. He was the gravedigger. Okay, whatever, man. But anyways, it's more rap is just the next hot track. Always, always, always for Kendrick Lamar to be. Uh, winning that rap performance more than anyone else. You won a Pulitzer Prize. You won a Pulitzer Prize. But it's 50 years, and it started from nothing, and it's everything. And Be Real does it, too. It's funny you mention it, because I remember growing up and being like, like at a hockey game or any any sporting event, you'd be like, I can't believe they just never play rap. Like, fucking bullshit. <laughs> they just never. Now it's all they play. Yeah, everywhere. It, oh, oh, the last point, and we'll wrap this up, is he was talking about going to see Steve Miller. Which is the best thing you could do is because you can tell me what Steve Miller looks like. Or I know exactly what Steve Miller okay, looks well, like. Yeah, and you know, and you seem Bigfoot. So, man, you <laughs> seemed really like you seemed Too aggressively adamant. angry have, about that. I have watched a documentary on Steve Miller. I was just about to tell you about. I it. have two, and I forgot what he looks like. Well, He's I, that know, guy. I know what he looks like. Okay, that doesn't matter. We've got to get through this. I his attitude today. I don't we like. We do it. have to be done. We have a Super Bowl to watch. I don't fucking like it. And we have a post, Joe, that's chock a block full of stuff. But he said, um, "Play the hits." Yeah, you got to. But what if you could write a new hit? He said, "You can play new stuff." No, you have write, to- if it's a, if it's undeniable, it's just boom. Which yeah. is crazy because every one of Steve Miller's songs, like old songs, are bangers. Yeah, everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know how art- artists are. They're like, I'm tired of playing this. I'm Ex- done. Especially him. Especially him. When you watch his, um, when you watch his that documentary about him, it's so crazy because there are noises in that thing that I always assumed were one thing, but it's actually him fucking around. Like he was amazing. He was so far ahead of his time. He was like the Beastie Boys before the Beastie Boys. I'm just saying. That. Be real. Kept it real. I give it a three and a half. Although it did, it would have gotten higher. It just it it felt like it felt like a lot like the first time he was on, but neither of them picked up on that. Like it felt like yeah, the biggest thing is drug advocacy. It's okay. almost like he had forgot he had yes, been on already that's what or I'm, twice. Even. Yes, yeah. huh. well maybe twice. Yeah, I give it a two. Oh wow, okay, yep. come on. I thought this was a weak ass week, a weak week, two and a half. Okay, well there you go. That's an episode. If you made it this far, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Maybe you're willing to go a step further. It is, of course, the February Sweeps Week. So if you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash podcast, where you can support the show for as little as $5 a month. For that $5, you'll get old episodes of This Won't Age Well, the show where we go back, listen to old episodes, and do the same thing we do here on the show. You'll also be a member of the new book club we're starting, where we're going to read some fucking books, I guess, or listen to some books, whatever you want to, however you want to categorize it. And there's a YouTube I don't care about it. You shouldn't care about it either, but it is youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Again, I don't care. Do what you will with that. That's it. That's the show. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week. We hope you enjoy your weekend. And as usual, keep your eyes open.